Good morning. It is a beautiful Wednesday morning. A couple things that that means. The Rockets going to play again today, their second playoff game. I know you don't care, but I'm excited about that. And then also there's going to be church tonight. We've been having a ton of Easter rehearsals, and it's going to be an awesome performance this weekend for our Easter play. I think we're going on what? 14, 15 days of something going on here at the church at night. Oh, yeah. And today is no different. We're about to get right into the middle, into the middle of this kickstart. Here we go. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. It's a beautiful Wednesday morning, and I'm excited to start the day with you. I feel like it's going to be a good day. We have a ton of guests coming in in a stacked show. Yeah, we are actually giving away today three tickets to Goat Yoga Houston. Three pairs of tickets. So go ahead and like, share, and comment on this video for your chance to win some of those tickets. They're going to be our 9 o'clock guests. And then in the 10 o'clock hour, we're going to have Pastor Walter Hallam of Abundant Life Christian Center in studio talking about all of the things that are going on here during the Easter celebrations. If you're listening on KHEA Radio 99.5 FM, let us know, have you ever heard of Goat Yoga? If you're watching on Facebook, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, chime in on the comments. Have you participated in Goat Yoga before? Have you even heard of it? If you have, was it fun? We kind of did some Goat Yoga, and if, if... if that never would have happened and I had to guess what goat yoga was, I feel like I'd be wrong. Yes. It would be goats doing yoga and I just get to watch <laughs> and laugh, like be entertained, you know? Yeah. That's I, not what it is. I would be sitting there, you know, thinking and watching them get into the like downward doggy, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. But no, they actually jump on your back. Yeah. It's like a whole thing. It's a whole thing. First of all, yoga is something that. I guess I've done only whenever Goat Yoga came and visited us, and it was pretty cool. But uh, I know a lot of people are fans of it. It can help with your your mobility and your flexibility and making sure that you stay flexible, stay in shape. And it's it's not always the easiest thing to stretch. It's almost a workout. I went and visited Dr. Choppa the other day. He did a, a chiropractor session on me, and I was sweating. Like some of the moves that he was making me do and, and contorting my body, I wasn't comfortable with because my body doesn't normally do that. And I started sweating. He was like, Guardy. Dude, you're sweating, man. I've never seen you like this before. It, it got hot in there real quick. His office, I think he puts it on hot just because of that reason. But, yeah, yeah. It, it can get intense when you start moving around. Even, like, yoga. You don't even need it to be hot yoga, and and then you can do that. Yeah, you just start sweating. The interesting thing is I had my jacket, like, this actual jacket, this Under Armour little pullover, like a rain windbreaker type thing on, and I had it on in his waiting room. Because I was cold. And then whenever I got in there, I took it off. I was like, okay, he's going to be you know, moving around on me, pushing on my back and doing some other stuff. But I, I picked it up whenever I was done and to leave. He's like, ah, you don't need that anymore. I was like, that's true. I'm stinking sweating. <laughs> I'm sweating over here. It was because of all the Taco Bell that you ate. Yeah, I did eat some Taco Bell. But I didn't have I didn't any, bring it up yesterday at all? I didn't have any fire sauce. You know, I thought about it, and I was going to make that, that video, and then I just opted not to for some other reasons. Which I still could go back and make a, a little documentary of, hey, me visiting Dr. Choppa's office and eating Taco Bell right before Don't Tell Choppa. Yeah. You went to the and did some yoga the other day. I did go and do some yoga at World Gym Arena. Um, they've been in our studio before. Um, I'm excited to, to lay down here and, and have the goats lay on me. I think that's, that's what I need Are today. they bringing goats in? When I asked that question, she told me straight up, she said, 
I never have a moment where I don't have a goat with me. Okay. So I feel like it's like a support goat as well, <laughs> where it just travels with her wherever she goes. Uh, okay. Well, hopefully it's just one. I don't, I don't want... Can you imagine? Like, how many goats could we fit in here? Like, if there was, like, 30 goats in here, we'd be out of room. Plus, like, our Micro Life Ultimate... Uh, organic fertilizer. I feel like the goats would just make a mess. Oh, They'd should, rip it open. Ethan, we should probably hide uh, that that fertilizer before the goats get in here. <laughs> I feel like they're going to tear into it. Yeah, so if you're watching on Facebook, feel free to comment, like, share this video, and then let us know what do you have going on. Good morning, Miss Glenda. I see that you are, are going to be visiting Dr. Chapa. Make sure you tell him we said hello. Uh, fill out your paperwork and forms. I did the other day. There's only eight pages, so there's that. It's just like going to see a doctor. Yeah, and right? I felt like I had filled that out. Did we fill out paperwork there once before? We did. I know for a fact we did. We I don't think we filled out paperwork, but we did stuff on the computer, right? Like, I don't I, remember, like, filling out hard paper. I paper. think I filled out something because I remember complaining about it. I'm not, like, really one. <laughs> I don't like. Who does? You know, like, eight pages of paperwork. Like, oh, but it's important. Yes. They're like, hey, what's your personal history? Have you ever had pink eye? Like, that wasn't on do there, we, but still. Do we need to do paperwork before goats come in here? Like, is that part of it, too? Like, you have to fill out paperwork? Maybe. <laughs> okay, can we stop for just, like, two seconds and talk about these choices in music that we have? I don't know goats? if anybody can hear it. I'm going to turn it up. What do y'all think? Dude, so, okay, I was trying to source some new background tracks, some I new music. the old one. Me too. I'm so distracted. <laughs> this show has been, like, all over. It just doesn't feel right. It doesn't. What am I supposed to do? Let's just not have any of it. Ethan had mentioned, like, we should have a voting process. Like, vote for the best music? Yeah, because this ain't it. <laughs> this oh ain't my, it. This is definitely okay, not it. Okay, here's the other one that was playing that uh, we need some help. And this one's okay. It kind of has some... It has some elements from the old background track. It does, but it feels like... It's too slow. It's too slow. And, and it's it, not long enough. I feel like I'm doing a business advertisement. Hi, this is Kurt with KHEA Radio. <laughs> I am so excited, and you too can get excited and join me in this selling seminar. <laughs> the best way that you can join and get a hold of me is if you call me. Text me, 3467... Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It does. So there's that. So I don't know what else to do. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. Let's just not have any music, and let's just like not... Woo! Wow. All right. Oh well. my gosh. Are know, you better? I, could, I feel better now. I feel but way better. But here's the other thing. Whenever we don't have background music, I feel like I'm missing something because I've been putting background music on for probably almost a year, like switching between tracks, and it's all like, what am I supposed to do now? We've lost both. Remember when we used to have two? <laughs> yes. And they would sit okay. there. Okay. Was this the other one? I found this one. I found this one. Hey, what's up? It's KHEA Radio. This sounds like... Kurt's no. mixtape is coming out. I, I don't know. What is that? Oh, Tenenbaum? No, yeah, I hate it. I remember that. I can't wait for Christmas to come back because we have so many different Christmas Christmas tracks that we are ready to play. Good morning, Robin. Shout out to Axe Masters, one of our awesome partners here at KHEA Radio, where you can go and throw some axes. You can learn to uh, do some teamwork and build with friendships, relationships, go out and have a good time. But right now we're talking about our background music situational <laughs> That's a word I made up. I think my kids really think that that's a, a real word. Like, hey, kids, we have a situational. Like, we need to get this figured out now. And I, I had a conversation with my wife about that. Do you ever make up words and just use them in everyday life? And then maybe, it, it, not in the hopes that it'll catch on, but maybe other people are just like, oh, is that a word? Oh, Kurt's I, so smart. I think it's because I, I accidentally, like, say something. And Mess then I wanted to catch words. it on. I wanted to catch. <laughs> but it doesn't work. Yeah. 
I'm going to go through some of these other ones. Is that okay? What do you think? Oh, background music. (laughs) We're trying to source new background tracks. And we're bringing you in along with us for the ride. This is like a game show. I feel like this is like Ethan as Vanna White. (laughs) Yes. Kurt Casper as Kurt Casper. I think this is like... <laughs> Man, I, I can't do it. No, I can't have a conversation with you during this. Like, I, I'd be creeped out by it. Okay. This is the weather one. Can we get a weather report? This is KHEA Radio Kickstart Weather Center with your weatherman, Curtsy the Corn Casper. It's currently 71 degrees right now in Lamarck, Texas. 76 is going to be the high today. 2 o'clock, we got a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Thursday, 78. Friday, 76 and windy. Saturday and Sunday, 76 and sunny. And that's a look at your weather for the next couple of days. Man, it almost felt like I could do that all over again. That felt right. So that background track, you can't use it for anything else other no, than weather. No, that's weather. That's weather. And whenever we there was a really anymore. When, the, when there was a really long weather report, I used to just pew, start the start the weather track again. It's only 34 <laughs> seconds. I feel like Miles used to come in here and do the weather. Do you remember? And he would like go, and I was like, dude, the music done. Stop. <laughs> you gotta, and he's just like going. <laughs> like, you got to know. Yeah. Captain Miles. He would do the weather over the water. He was like, the water's choppy. Who's trying to get on our Wi-Fi? I just let him in. Ethan. <laughs> Is that Ethan trying to get on the Wi-Fi? Yes. Ethan, <laughs> what do you need the Wi-Fi for? What do you need the Wi-Fi for? Well, we have a different iPad today. Oh. I don't know how that happened, but it's um, not connected to our Wi-Fi. To anything. Yeah. Okay. So. You're not going to have the Facebook app either. Oh, yeah, you do. Never mind. Okay, okay, you're good. We're good. So, hey, let us know. What do you have going on today? We're going to be talking about Go Yoga. We're also going to be having uh, Pastor Walter Hallam in studio. He's the senior pastor at Abundant Life Christian Center. The church has been here for 34 years in the community right here in the uh, Galveston County area and in, in Lamarck, Texas for, I'm going to say about 30 years. So we'll be able to find out. Easter is coming up. Do you have plans? You can join us here at Abundant Life. KHEA Radio is a ministry of Abundant Life. So if you want to come hang out with us, watch the Easter play on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You can come every day. It starts at 7 p.m. Or you can come and just check it out one time. I promise you, it'll be awesome. Why is it going to be awesome, Kurt? Can you tell me, give me some reasons why the Easter play is going to be awesome. Well, you know, we have uh, a bunch of screens that are going to have great stuff. (laughs) This is, oh, this is, that's all this is how you're selling it? There's a bunch of screens. There's things on the screens. It's going to be great. So, you know, one of the things that, let me think of the right way to say this. Like okay. yesterday, I was I was eating lunch with you, and you're just like, I designed the whole show. And I know you'll argue this up and down to the end. But well, I'm the like, videos behind the yeah, show. Whenever you talk about these, you're like, oh, it's I designed the whole. I'm like, Kurt. I designed the videos. Yeah. No. You can stop. Yeah. yeah. You know, no, yeah, you source the videos, but it's just like design the whole show just sounds like. You like you wrote it, you you casted it, you directed it, and then you like designed. I'm like, no, you no, just you, the it's just kind of blew my mind. Like I was just like, this dude, he's really he really believes what he's saying right now, and I just, I didn't say anything. Um, but wow. I'm saying something now. It's that bad you, way. <laughs> you took it a different way than I ever thought that you would. What did you think I was gonna? Like where just to design the screens. Oh man! Apparently, I'm having issues with like communication and need to figure that out. How can we do that? How can we work on our communication skills? I feel like everybody can can step it up a, a notch whenever it comes to communication. Right. Even you know social media, texting in person. 
eye contact. Dr. Chapa shared. You're supposed eye. to look at the person's left eye. I'm looking at your left eye. Helps now I'm looking at your right eye. Left eye, right eye. Yeah. Can you tell the so difference? So what are some other things? Maybe we should bring in some like experts whenever it comes to communication and people who are, I don't know, just who like seasoned on that. Who would be an expert at communicating? Because I feel like the only people are like communication scholars, and I had professors in college. You know, that's what I I had a minor in communication. You know, I would not, I wouldn't want, I mean, I would love to talk to those professors who are experts in that. Right. But I also feel like people like grandmothers and just like everyday people oh, who yeah. help keep families together. And it's like, oh, that's the person who kind of connects people. They may be expert communicators as well. You know, I, I did have a, a, a professor speaking of communication that I thought had the greatest like idea to write a theory about. And that was the getting pulled over by a police officer theory. Where um, he always thought that based on your driver's license would determine whether or not you got a ticket. Like, what about it? Like, if the you picture? were scary, you know, and you, <laughs> like if you if you had that, like, oh man, this guy is gonna like take this to the upper courts, you know. Picture, oh, you gotta look tough in the picture. Look tough in the picture. If you look tough in your driver's license picture, you're never getting a ticket. Oh, right. So, whose theory is this? This was one of my professors. His name was John Perlick, Professor Perlick. And uh, how long did he have that theory? Was that something that he said he had been like working on for a long time? He had wanted to do it, but you have to do it when you like get your driver's license picture. Yeah. So he was going to, he's this bald guy. Okay. And he was going to put on a trench coat. Which I will say that sometimes, you know, bald, bald people, I know there's some like reports and some studies that show like, oh, you look stately. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he wanted to get like, he he had a bald head, but he wanted to get like a trench trench coat, coat. (laughs) like a trench coat, like, and like take this like really serious picture. And see if he could get pulled over and still get a ticket. Wow. Well, that's something that you should think of, like, really soon. Because I guess whenever you're, like, 15 or 16, you get your first license. Like, we should maybe have Ethan do this. And then, you know, every year you get a new license. So he can go back and forth. Like, Ethan in a trench coat, shaved head. Ethan with his hair out, you know, ginger styly over there. (laughs) And then he goes back and forth, back and forth. And then we have to make, like, let him speed. Like, okay, go speed, Ethan, and, and see what happens. Ethan, are you willing to do that? No, I'm the safest driver <laughs> in my family, and I'm not. I'm not willing to risk that. Wow. Even even for you guys. Ad Jewel said, "No, you're still getting the ticket." Well, I, it depends. I feel like how, how does that determine? I've heard before in some in some states, and I don't know if that's Texas or or if there was another state that does it, where no matter what you get pulled over, you get a ticket. Really? Yeah, that you're not getting a warning that if you get pulled over, you're getting a ticket. Do you think that's fair? Because it evens the playing field for everybody. It does, because how do you determine who gets a warning and who doesn't get a warning? You know, yeah, it's usually the I'm guessing a discretion at the discretion, and this is something we may need to ask to like the ch- the chief of police in some of the areas. You know, we talked to the Hitchcock chief of police. He was a great guy. You know, Man, we should have. Yeah, I wanted to when I was a news reporter. I wanted to do a. Uh, it was a, a, a special report, a sweeps report, about police officers at the end of the month pulling people over more to fill, quote-unquote, that quota. Hey, can right? you talk about the sweeps one more time, and I'll do this. Chris, talk about the sweep sweeps in the news. Sweeps is when it's, like, <laughs> most important for you to do, like, a great job, because that's when everyone's, like, getting your ratings. So you do, like, special reports. It happened that's, four times That's what you had for that background music? Man, I'll tell you what. People in the news industry <laughs> only care about doing good jobs four times out of the year. Oh, man. Wow. Well, I'm interested to seeing, uh, you know, if any of the police officers would sit down and talk to us about that stuff. Because 
Is it fair? You know, I get a warning, you get a ticket. Maybe not, but I understand it's the, at the discretion, and there's a lot of factors that go into it, like whether the officer had their coffee, <laughs> you know, <laughs> whether you are answering and being respectful, whether I am being respectful. Whether or not your car is clean. I've always Probably. wanted to know, like, too, like what kind of music you have on. I turn, okay, it, it's, I've been pulled over a couple times in my life. Thankfully, I have, I don't have like a lot of tickets, but I've gotten some speeding tickets, right? Right. As soon as Me I, too. as soon as I get pulled over, the first thing I do is I get my wallet out, I get my license out, I get my registration, insurance, anything that I need. I have it right there on my lap. I make sure that I don't have to go digging for anything, right? Um, just because I want my hands to be seen at all times, because the officer's coming and they, they're gonna ask for those things. So I turn my radio off. I turn my radio off. I get all my stuff in my hand. I roll my window down and uh, up and. I used to not do this, but now I keep my hands on the steering wheel. Oh, yeah. I and I'm like, too. I keep your hands on your steering wheel. And they, they usually come over and they say, you know, hey, how's it going? Is there a reason you're speeding? <laughs> going, you know, 100 miles an hour and a 15? I'm like, oh, I'm trying to get to KHEA radio. I feel like people who have KHEA radio turned on right now as we're talking about <laughs> this situation are like... Look Stop behind talking. you. Woo. Stop talking. One of the worst things They're that- are like, oh, you're listening to this? You're definitely getting a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like whenever, and I've heard this at other radio stations or even in songs where there's like a siren in the background, like, woo, and I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, oh, it's in the song. It's in the track. Like, why would you do or that? Honking the horn. Why would you do that? Uh, why? You know, I, think I'm, I think I'm getting pulled over. We need a honking horn palette. Yeah. So, okay, then the officer's at the window. They say license and registration right. or whatever, insurance, proof of insurance. They kind of look at everything. Boom, you're good to go. I hand it to them, and they say, okay, I'm going to go check in. I'll come, you know, they usually come back, but I'm always as respectful as possible. I used to say yes, sir, or if it was a, a female officer, I used to say no, ma'am, but somebody told me, and I don't know if this is true, if anybody's in law enforcement, maybe you can help me out, they said- that if it's a guy or girl, you just say, like, yes, officer, no, officer. And it's kind of like a respect thing on that level, but I don't know. Have you ever heard that? Instead of saying yes, sir, no, sir, you know, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am? No, I I would still say yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Like, yeah. as, out of respect, I do that. All, people tell me all the time, like, oh, that's disrespectful. I'm like, sorry, I grew well, up in Nebraska. It depends. And I, and I think that, you know, as an officer, um, you know, whether it's a female or a male, that it's just like showing, like, hey, they're on the same you know, the same level. I don't know. Somebody told me that. And so I'll, I'll just be like, you know, like, yes, officer, no officer, e- either way. And it's flat and it's good to go. Um, I've been given warnings before, but I've also been given tickets. And I'm not going to, you know, if I get a ticket, I'm like, okay, you know, I've actually said thank you just out of like habit because I'm like in respect mode. And it's like, I'm going to give you a citation today for going, you know, you know, 56 in a in a 40 a five or whatever it is you know and i'm just like oh thank you you know just like out of because i'm just trying to get out of there i start to cry i'm like no, <laughs> i can't afford i feel it. like that wouldn't work I for work you for free <laughs> has that ever worked no i feel They're but like, would it work stop. for some would it work for some you think maybe yeah <laughs> in the right situation no i've never cried i've always been like Ugh, you giving me a ticket I get all angry. Wow. Man, you know, I want to know something that's funny, and I can laugh about it now. I've actually lost a job for speeding tickets. Oh, no. So when I was a news reporter, we had to drive the company vehicle, and I had I had three speeding tickets and one stop sign infraction in three years. Okay. So four total tickets, and they fired me. Man. So you, in how many years? Four total tickets in how many years? Three years. That's kind of a lot. 
It, well, yeah, <laughs> but none of them were in the the news vehicles. Yeah, they were all in my personal, and they were like, "Doesn't matter. But still, we can't afford you yeah, on our insurance. Got to put you on the insurance. That makes yeah. the insurance go up, and all of that factors in. Um, whenever, let me think. Whenever I have gotten tickets in the past, I always try and be as respectful as possible. I, the other thing that I do, like after I get the ticket, I'm like, "Thank you, thank you so much," or you know, whatever. And, and the officer goes back to the car. I usually will wait a little bit to see if the officer is going to leave first. I, I, I'll wait there, kind of like, you know, regain my composure, look at the ticket, kind of read it over, maybe look at my phone, and uh, I'll see if they're going to leave first. But a lot of the times, the officer will wait for you to leave. And I'll, I often wonder, are they going to wait and see if I'm about to speed again? Are they going to pull me back over and give me like a double That's ticket? That's probably the funniest. <laughs> hey, oh. speaking of tickets, by the way, we're giving away... Three tickets to Goat Yoga Houston. All you have to do is like, share, comment on this video. Make sure you're doing that. The last time that I got pulled over, <laughs> and then we can change the subject. I'm sorry. It this was is a good subject. It was during Harvey, like after Harvey, right? Oh, man. So right we're working. No, well, a bit after. Our church and KHEA radio was just being started, and we were operating as a, as a relief center. I mean, and how long were the days that we were working? We were 15 16, 17 hour days. Yeah, 15 Easy. to 17 hour days, you know, for a month straight, pretty much every day, including Sundays, Saturday, you know, right after Harvey. And I was going home. It was pitch black, pitch black. And I was going down 517 to get to Highway 3 to try and go north. And apparently over there by Ziggler's, the speed limit drops. And I can't remember to what, but it drops to like 35 or something like that. Right. Like a little bit low. I feel like it should be like 45, 50, like on that, on that road. But, but I understand that's the law. And so I need to, it's dark. I couldn't see. Um, and so I'm driving and a cop gets me, but he doesn't get me till like I'm about a highway three in the turn lane. I was like, okay. So I pull in, there's a little hardware store right there. He comes right. over. I do my routine that I just talked, that I just talked you guys through. And he gave me a warning and he was like, where are you going? I was like, well, I was just leaving church, you know, well, you know, why are you in a hurry? I was like, you know, it's late. And I, I kind of explained to him, I was like, well, you know, I'm working at Relief Center with Harvey at the church. It's where I work. I work with KHEA Radio. It's what we've been doing. And, and I'm, you know, I'm just trying to get home, you know, just being honest. He was like, okay. Well, and then he kind of told me, well, it slows down right there over at Ziggler's. And I saw you go by and make sure you just slow down. I said, yes, sir. You know, I think a lot of time police officers, and, and then we can change the subject, just want to make sure that the roads are safe and that you're being safe. They're yeah. not they're not trying to ruin your day. They're not trying to do any of that. They're not they're not even trying. No, they're just they're just they're just doing, that good at it. They're just <laughs> for some people <laughs> They're good at catching me. They're good at catching me. They'll get you. No, I appreciate all the officers in the area. Uh, we love you guys. We'd love to talk to you. You know, if you're an officer and you want to call in and give us the scoop, 346-704-1806, 346-704-1806, or we can schedule a time for you to come in. Talk to us. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. It's 8.56 a.m. I see a goat outside of the window, and I'm not talking about the greatest of all time. E Intern-wise, would that be Ethan? Kobe? Is Ethan the greatest of all time when it comes to interns? He's. I'm going to plead the fifth. He's the most seasoned at KHEA Radio, the longest-serving intern, and we've had we've had some great ones here, including Kurt. He's still working his way up. Trying. <laughs> trying. We're going to take a quick break on the FM. We're going to keep it going on our Facebook page. This is 99.5 FM, K-H-E-A radio.com. It's Kickstarter. We're going to be on till 11. There's a goat outside of our studio. We're going to be talking about goat yoga. I think we need this, don't we? 
a little bit of a yoga relaxing session, cuddle a goat. <sighs> I just need something in my life. Kurt. Goat yoga would be that. I'm right here. What do oh, you... We, yeah. So far. Hanging out together. It's KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. Stay tuned. Coming up next, one of my favorite groups and artists, it's Bethel Music with Extravagant on KHEA Radio, 99.5. I got good songs playing it for a little bit. I can only play like 30 seconds before Facebook tags. It's okay, guys. I'm sorry. That's a good jam. That is a really was, good jam. I was listening to some Bethel this morning. I was listening to some Bethel this morning. What were you, what are you listening to besides us talking? Have you already started y'all's day with some music? Kurt, you got double creamers over there. I don't know why I got double creamers. <laughs> is this one mine? Cream. Yeah, that one's yours. I don't know why. I don't put cream in it. It doesn't need it. Only on Sundays, I've learned. Oh, yeah. Like, you'll put creamer in on Sunday? Yeah. It's a day of rest. You know, you're like, I've been drinking black coffee all week. Need cream. My dad, he would drink black coffee, and I thought it was the coolest thing. Like, just, I don't know, just something about it. Hard-working man, like me and you and my dad, you know, getting up in the morning, having a, a cup of black coffee, getting the day started. Oh, all day, right? No, my dad works like way harder than me and you have ever, <laughs> or will ever. We're like on his easiest day. There's something about that. I don't know. Jobs are different now. I feel like even the hardworking jobs are easier than they were because I did. For you? Well, I used to be. Okay, I was a technician for AT&T. My dad, you know, he worked for like 40 years for AT&T as a technician and retired. And then I kind of got into it because I saw him do it. And I know it's a great job where you can provide for your family and, um, you know, have a career and retire. And so I, I started going down that path and jobs, like even the jobs we did, I feel like are easier than, you know, whenever he started back in the day. But. I remember when I was uh, that summer doing uh, mason work. That's hard work, like mason work. So you, are you making the bricks or just laying the bricks? Uh, no, I was carrying the bricks from location to location. Okay. So you're just a brick, you were just like carrying the bricks. <laughs> Having a good time. Hi. We got a goat in Hi. studio. How are you? How's it going? You can have a seat in this one right here. All right. We're excited you're here today. Yes, I'm very excited to be here to see you guys again. And oh. you brought a guest. Yes, I did. I did bring a guest. She is uh, one, of a, one of a kind. She is Miss Blue, and she is a pygmy goat, and she is the smallest of a set of triplets. So this is actually her size... Full grown. Oh my goodness. And she's what? You told me maybe. What's her name again? Blue. Blue. Yes. How do you like the color? Like the color of her eyes. Have you noticed how they're like crystal, crystal blue? Ooh, they are. And then yeah. Also, um, she had a vet named Dr. Blue. Um, and so I was like, well, let's give some thumbs up to him. He did a great job. So Dr. Blue and with the blue eyes, I was like, you're blue. Yeah. Baby blue. <laughs> so. so what does blue eat? Um, blue, so normally goats just graze and sometimes get some grain, but, um, our goats are very well taken care of. So blue is a little spoiled. Um, depending on the day, she normally gets sweet feed, uh, a pellet feed, calf manna, and then fresh alfalfa hay. And then, um, she tops off the evening with apples cut up because that's her favorite snack. Um, hey, most that's pretty good. Yeah, most goats don't eat like that. Um, uh, a lot of our goats eat 
better than a lot of humans. I think I was going to say blue may be eating better than and healthier than me. Oh, definitely healthier. Yeah, definitely healthier. <laughs> so, I mean, well, no, just because it's all grass and yeah. fruits and you know everything like that. What is calf mana? Because uh, is that what you called it? Yeah, calf mana. It's just a type of feed, just a brand. That, okay, cool. Uh, kind of. It's a good it's name. A softer uh, brand. That so when they're coming off the milk, they can actually start to numb on it and learn how to feed. We correctly. had to hide our fertilizer. It was going to sit right there. We didn't know if the goat would get into it. Well, goats will get into absolutely everything. Okay. Um, I don't have any children, but somebody told me the other day, they're like, if you can deal with goat kids, they're like, you can have kids. But no, wow. they're very, very curious creatures. So they would have been all in everything, all in your fertilizer. I would not have let that happen because um, fertilizer would have killed the goat. Oh, so, no. But um, What if it's this one's like super organic? It doesn't have any of the, it's micro, no? I love Blue more than I love trying to, yeah, I'm not going to use her as a test patient. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Can you pick one of the goats that you don't love as much, maybe? Are you willing to I love that? them all, though. Okay. They're all hand-raised. They're not like your normal goats. Um, they're very, very domesticated. Um, they've all been hand-raised. Um, they don't just run over into a corner or anything like that. So Is Ethan going mobile? No, he's just taking pictures. Oh, for like, his personal. No, for me. I oh, okay. <laughs> I want to put y'all on the Facebook page. All right. So. so, what is your Facebook page? How can they find you? Uh, we are on Goat Yoga Houston. Uh, GoatYogaHouston.com is our website. Thank you. And then our Instagram is Goat Yoga underscore Houston. Can I hold blue? Okay. Ooh, all right. Wow. Went right away into holding. Okay, I got to take a different camera. Hold on. I wasn't planning on this. Oh, there it goes. Oh. See, she loves mom. So now she's like, but no, she is very domesticated. She loves people during class and um, kind of loves to curl up on people and jump around, you know. Jump around. Can we play that song? Jump, jump. Do the goats like music? Well, we do play country music in all of our classes, um, So, and they're mostly named after country singers, so I'm going to say yes. Okay. And she likes country music. She likes country music specifically. Or do you like country music? My goats like what I like. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, we do do the classes to country music, um, older country music, and some new stuff mixed in, but I find with um, the flow, it's just a nice, easy kind of um, <laughs> music to listen to instead of like a rap song. Yeah. Where we're doing, because the <clears throat> class is based for beginners. So putting them to a really high uh, intensity workout might not be the best thing. So I think the country music works out perfectly, especially with goats too. I mean, they don't seem to rock and roll for me. Yeah. Is there something we can do to make blue... <laughs> like what is the, what do goats what kind of noise? Yeah, no, that's what she did when I gave her to you. Yeah. Um. So no, I mean she's happy. So she's they don't cry when they're not. Oh, does she she's look like falling asleep? Does she yeah, look comfortable? She, that's, that's why I told you. That's how domesticated she is. You picked her up. You've been holding her and petting her. So now you are her property, and she is going to probably sleep like that the entire time I'm here. Go to sleep. <laughs> Go to oh now it's waking up. I could be like go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm I'm loud. Well, it's better than counting sheep. She wouldn't understand that one for sure. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, this is cool. We got 40 seconds, and then I'm gonna see if if I can manage a free hand. 
and get blue back. What do y'all think? This is awkward. How would you this try? Would you try I've goat seen. yoga? Kurt, you were not that good at goat yoga. I was great. He did great that day. Was that before uh, or after I shaved the eyebrows? You shaved your eyebrows? I think it was before <laughs> I shaved the eyebrows. Uh, <laughs> you should have stuck no around. Comment. Did he have hair? Oh, on the you no, know, it was before yeah. you shaved your eyebrows. Okay. Yes. I thought you meant not for that. Yeah, I thought for... you just meant you shaved your eyebrows. No, but... I did that day. Yeah, okay. No, no it was before that. Yeah, I know. I, it's not, it's not <laughs> happening. All right, Blue. What you thinking? What you got? You going to take a nap? You want me to take her back? Yeah. Come so here, little girl. Come here, little girl. Give me a bath. happy. <laughs> they only do that when they're upset. So one of the things that we talked about when you... Uh, we're on the show the last time you had talked about um, how the goats just kind of figure out how to do the yoga and you brought a baby baby was it blue that you brought the last time no um, we have babies all the time right now um, we just had three last night which is super exciting because they will be in class on Saturday um, so uh, but they won't be as much involved in the yoga we'll tag them so they can kind of run around um, but just we don't use them for, you know, being a few days old. But they're just really sweet to have out there. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, the goats. Um, some of the poses. Now they've been doing it for a while. They just join you in. So what I tell everyone and the beginning of class is your back and stomach are goat real estate. So anytime your back's showing or your stomach's showing, um, the goats are probably going to jump on it. So that's what we do a, a lot of, and that kind of makes it fun, mm-hmm. you know, and just adds a just a different level to your practice. Okay. How many goats are there? Um, in the class? Oh, there's 20 goats per 30 people, but I'm a little goat crazy. Yeah. So sometimes I just fill the trailer with maybe like 30 goats. So there's a goat per person um, just because I like to have, you know, and I think people like to have a lot of the goats. You yeah. know, they're coming for goat yoga not yoga with a goat. Right. So, yeah, but we always guarantee 20 goats per 30 people. How big is the space that everybody's in? Is uh, it a field or is it like a no, confined? Um, so uh, right now we have classes coming up at Net Bar. Mm-hmm. Um, we have classes coming up at the Woodlands Market Street on May 18th. Um, so it's about 2,000 square feet area that we fence in. Um, depending on the place, um, there might be under some oak trees or uh, Market Street's just out obviously in the middle of Market Street. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's how we do it. Okay. And goat yoga, like Kurt brought it to my attention last year sometime. And there was an event in Houston, and I think it was you guys. Yes, <laughs> doing it was. It. Goat, goat yoga. <laughs> he was like, oh, I want to go. Like and he was showing me some pictures and, and uh, just different stuff that y'all had. Mm-hmm. Where I mean, who kind of thought of this first? Like where did this oh, come from? So it started in Oregon. I cannot take. Yeah, you know, I did not come up with this. So we are the first ones in Texas, um, and we're the first ones in Texas. But it began in Oregon. I'm not too sure about the lady. I know she yeah. bought two goats. And then um, about three years ago, it just really took off. And one of my friends from uh, the rodeo, she was like, we should go do this because we are on Lamb and Goat Committee. <laughs> and um, I was like, it was one of those like, hey, hold on just a second, you know. And so this was about April and um, in June, I had gotten some goats together and um, had been raising them. 
and that's when we had our first goat yoga classes. And then that was in League City at Butler's Courtyard. Ah, and yes. then after that, it just took off. So, uh, so were you into yoga first? Yoga yes, first, yes, then sir. the goats. Yes, sir. I had actually just been on a 30-day, no electricity, no sugar, no running water to get my yoga certification in Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So that was an interesting trip, I'll say the least. But yeah. yeah, so I was into yoga first. And then, well, actually, my first pet. You, said, you were in the lamb and you said yeah, you were in the lamb and goat like, committee. Because uh, my first pet when I was five was a Brangus cow. So <clears throat> mm-hmm. I guess I've always been into animals. I don't know. Very much like them. Like farm animal. Is a goat yeah. a farm animal? Yes, it's I think considered so. livestock. You take it to a large animal vet. So, yes, sir. Okay, cool. So, we got 18 seconds. We're going to go on the FM as well, and we'll keep it going. Learning about goat yoga, yoga in general, and finding out everything that they have going on. So, let's see. Here we go. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. And we have a special guest in studio. Actually, two guests. Yes, two and, guests. And we have we have Blue here, and we're going to be talking about Goat Yoga Houston. Yes. So, Goat Yoga Houston. Um, y'all operate in the greater Houston area? How does um, that go? We actually we operate in the greater Houston area, but coming up, we are having our college tour um, so we're going to different colleges all in one week, uh, right before finals and doing that, um, giving everybody a little piece of goat yoga. Actually, yesterday I was in Oklahoma, so I'm going to give you all the exclusive. Um, we signed a deal with somebody in Stillwater to um, take the goats up there and do that right before finals are over. Wow. And then I have another place that... Um, I'm not going to announce yet, but it's very exciting, too. So we start. Is it out of state as well? Yes, it's okay. out of state as well. And so um, just hitting up pretty much the big 12 schools. So, But mainly mm. all the time we're in Houston, but that might be the Woodlands. That might be downtown. It could be Pearland. League City, Butler's. League City, yeah. So um, we're all over. Have you considered changing your name to Go Yoga USA <laughs> um, as, you, as you branch out more? No, not really. Um, uh, goats don't do well in the cold, so I'm not going to take them up north, and I don't do well in the cold. So we will be Goat Yoga Houston South. South. Yeah, because yeah. that would definitely work better. Regional, USA yeah. South. Will you, as, as we, before we get too far into this interview, can you kind of tell us, uh, we're giving away some tickets today. Can you yes. talk about what those tickets entail and, and kind of what that means? So um, the tickets we're giving away, we have three sets of two tickets. Um I don't know how y'all plan on giving them away, but they are um, good for any of our classes, whether that be the Friendswood location, the Paraland location, um, Houston Net Bar, or even the Woodlands event coming up. Um, And they'll get you an hour and 15 minutes of one of our classes. It's 45 minutes of actual yoga. The goats are swarming you, but it's actual yoga instructed. And then 30 minutes of after that of just uh, partner poses, advanced poses if you are an advanced yogi since the class is designed for beginners. And um, just some hang time with the goats. So, yeah. Are are people that are, I guess, advanced yogis that have been doing yoga and practicing for years, Mm -hmm. how do they feel about Goat yoga. So um, I've heard a lot of different things. The main thing I've heard, though, is people that have been doing yoga for a long time, then they come to our class. 
And since it's more of like a fun yoga class, even yeah. though I'm a certified instructor and all that kind of stuff, they just say they kind of get re-energized to start their practice, you know, because mm -hmm. it kind of makes it fun again and new again to all of them. And so they're like, yeah, you know, I'm ready to go back to my studio and really start again. So that's what I hear a lot of. It's just, you know, when you do, are you a runner? No. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> um, you know, I have a sister-in-law that runs mm -hmm. and, you know, sometimes she just gets burned out. And so it kind of lights that fire underneath them again because it's something different, something fun, makes them laugh, and brings back the reasons they really started the yoga. Ooh, Carol said, I did this last weekend at Center Court Pizza in Friendswood. It was so much hey, fun. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I remember her. Center Court. I didn't know there was a Center Court Pizza Yeah, that's our over location in Friendswood. In Friendswood. Okay, it's awesome. Actually, it's a great place. They even, um, on the days that Goat Yoga is there, they do um, a gluten-free crust. Mm -hmm. You know, because a lot of yeah. yogis have gluten, you know, health, issues health and stuff. conscious. Yes, health more conscious. about some things. So definitely shout out to Center Court um, Pizza and Brewery in Friendswood. Um, that's where our, our Friendswood location is outside, and just very nice. Okay, uh, one of the other things I noticed. So you're going to be going to these colleges. No, you're going to be going to these colleges. We were just going over a comment that was kind of funny. Oh, no, you're great. Yeah, no, somebody <laughs> said something, and I'm just like, I was laughing. But there's a center. It, I was asking, yeah, there's, there's a center court in Leak City. Yes, sir. And I go to that one and as, as well, and uh, I just hadn't seen the goats. Well, no, it's in Friendswood. <laughs> in that's Friendswood, what I was that's right. You're going to have to come out. Okay, cool. Yeah, So Cody. Y'all are going to these different colleges? Yes. And you, well, you mentioned? Well, just for it's finals week. It's not a permanent thing. Yeah. That's yes, a sir. really cool thing to do. We used to have, like, de-stress for, for finals week yeah. where you would go at the at a night and they'd have, like, a big ice cream social. And yeah. then uh, they would have, like, you could get massages and stuff, and it would just <laughs> help relax you before you had to take finals again the next day. Yeah. Well, we're not that expensive, but, I mean, no, it just sounds really expensive to have massages and all that kind of stuff. Right. But, um, no, you know, the uh, students, we started doing it. Two years ago, our first was College Station, and then we went College Station, and then up to Tech, up in Lubbock, and so we're just kind of growing the college tour, as I like to call it, but the college kids and families are welcome to come out to all of our locations. None of the locations are 21 and up, um, just so everybody knows that all of the breweries and bars that we're dealing with or outside areas are very aware that we're a family um you know, activity and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. that's but awesome. yeah, so that's why it was really exciting to add Oklahoma State yesterday. Cool. Oh, the yeah. Cowboys. Stillwater. And like I said, we still have one more to announce, but we're going to wait on that. I'm going to say Hastings College in Nebraska. Ooh, that'd be a good one. <laughs> I'm not going to Nebraska. <laughs> wow. It's not for everyone. That's it's true. <laughs> that is our, our state motto. He's from Nebraska. Oh. I went to Hastings. <laughs> Hastings College. You know the funniest thing? We were talking about Hastings College. Speaking of finals week, we were we were meeting with a gentleman, and I was like, yeah, I went to Hastings College. And the, the guy goes, in front of Gardy, went, you went to Hastings College? It's pretty prestigious <laughs> to get in there. And Gardy goes, you mean Clown College? And the guy's like, oh. guy's like far from Clown College. I'm like, well, here's, yeah, Okay, Gardy, here's what I happened. Did. If you're going to bring this up, he said, he said he worked with the guy who went to Hastings, and he never would be quiet about Hastings either and would talk about how it was very prestigious to get into and all this stuff. So that's how that went. I was like, oh, so it's a real place. I, as far as I know, <laughs> it was just like an online certificate he printed out and wow. like hit it. I'm like, we need somebody. He's the only one who applied, hired, you know, and he's been doing a great job. 
All I can think about until is today. the store that used to sell CDs and DVDs. That's why I was like, Hastings College, are you making the sign? <laughs> wow. The good Hastings. We didn't even have a, a Hastings <laughs> music store no. in our town. There should have been a, a petition, like a... Yeah, like get the president to sign. Like we need to ha- bring a Hastings to Hastings yeah. College. Um, when y'all are using our name, mm-hmm. <laughs> they are. Whenever we started talking about the the college stuff, you were mentioning finals week. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing that that goat yoga is relaxing. That's the whole point to help yeah, people relax exactly. and distress. Is it the goats that help them relax, or is it the yoga? Um, I think it's the actual people because they know they can. I start the class. I let you know. The yoga is optional. The goats aren't. So it gives people really the freedom to do what they want in the class. If they want to do the yoga and then maybe take a break, lay with a goat, hang out, pet some little baby goats, and then, um, you know, and then get back into the class. And then, like I said, you know, we have that time period where they can just lay. Um, I've had a customer. He was so nice. He brought his wife, um, but he had no desire to do the yoga or really anything. So he laid there for an hour and 15 minutes. And had a goat curl up with them, and he said it was the best nap he'd ever gotten. So <laughs> it's really what the customer wants out of it mm-hmm. um, is what they're going to get. So if they stress and exercise really helps it work it out, they're going to come do the yoga. If they love, kind of like I do, cuddling on a goat or something like that, then, you know, that might be their de-stressor. So it's up to the customer what they're going to get out of it. Okay, so it's 30 people in a class and then Max. at least yes, 20 sir. goats, sometimes more, yes. per 30 people. Yes. How many goats do you have overall? Like a hundred? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like fifty. Okay, fifty yeah. goats. But to just in case my parents are listening, because I do keep them on their farmland, they do reproduce in multiple numbers. So um, they normally produce in triplets or doubles. You said you had three last night. Yeah. So yeah, I, every once in a while they uh, ask me how the parents ask me how many goats are uh, on their land and. You just busted me, so thanks on that one. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but they reproduce quite a lot. Okay, so. okay. The gestation period is six months, but still, um, you can one night go out there and there'll be seven newborns out of two months. Wow, wow. Yeah. Well, I don't understand. If they if they reproduce so quickly, like, wouldn't you have, like, an infinite number of goats, like, eventually? Whenever the, is it only babies that y'all, y'all use, or do they no. get to be adults? Oh, and they then... get to be adults. Okay. Yeah, but, I mean, with pygmy goats... Um, the adults are like 25 to 30 pounds. So mm-hmm. we still use them in class, especially some of the moves um, they actually get on your back. So the bigger goats actually give you a better massage than, say, a goat the size of Blue. I mean, yeah. she couldn't do much. So, no, I mean, they. Um, I have on 70 acres, so they just kind of mosey around. That's and, awesome. Yeah, I mean, we don't kill them or anything like that. They're all hand-raised, like I said, so I'm attached to them, so... They're not going anywhere. Okay. <laughs> cool. And uh, you said you were on, are you still on the committee for the, you said goats? Yeah, and for, for the uh, Lamb and Goat Auction Committee for Rodeo Houston. That's cool. How'd you get into that? Um, About, I guess this year was my 10th year. Mm-hmm. Um, One of my friends from high school, honestly, um, I saw her post about wanting to get, or she was getting involved in the rodeo and I was like, well, let's do it. So we were rookies together, Miss Ashley Brown. So mm-hmm. and that was ten years ago. Mm-hmm. What kind of stuff were you like responsible for being um, part of that? Well, I co-chaired the um, galas for uh, the lamb and goat buyers for two years, and then I worked the sift. So that's when all the kids from all around, um, well, pretty much Texas, 
um, that have made it to Houston. We are responsible for checking in every kid, every goat um, or lamb, depending what they bring in, and then making sure they get to that judging platform and don't miss it. Mm -hmm. Um, So then there's that. And then you also raise a certain amount of money, um, and then you can put that into our live auction and then that money goes directly to the scholarships of the kid that raised that goat. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of money that's raised on at, at these events, right? Yes, sir. And that, um, I think the grand champion this year went for about three hundred thousand dollars. And so one kid won three hundred thousand dollars. It's they don't. It's a lot of they. They break uh, it up. They break it up, but they make sure that kid does get enough. Um, you know, because what if they want to be a doctor? Yeah. And then they're able to use that as a scholarship or funds for books and anything to pursue mm-hmm. education. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, these kids, how early do they start Some raising? are as young as in kindergarten. Some of them, the wow. goats are bigger than them because they raise a different kind, not pygmy. They raise boar or a meat goat. And so you'll see, like, the cutest little girl and the goat's literally dragging <laughs> her into the pen. So yeah. it's really cute. But so we just assist with all that. So you mentioned you had a pet, like whenever you first got into to animals, and you, I think you- no, when I was just first born, I um, grew up on a farm. Okay, and so um, I remember my dad came home one day, and he had um, I have two sisters and three brothers, uh, but he had three cows, and I was like, okay, what is this guy doing? But okay, <laughs> and um, so he gives me like the halter, and he was like this is your pet. And I was like, yeah, dad, I asked for a dog. Yeah. And so he gives me this cow and um, it was a black Brangus. And so I named her Button and Bows. And she was just, uh, I lived in Montgomery at that time. And I would just lay in the pasture and she would let me lay on her and just scratch her. And we kind of grew up together. So yeah, I guess I didn't really have a choice in my first animal. It was just like, hey, you wanted a dog. Here's a cow. So (laughs) But uh, great animals, and I don't know. I just, I really love the... Did Buttons and Bows make a good pet? Yeah, she let me lay on her in the pasture every day. I came home from kindergarten and first grade, (laughs) and, you know, yeah. I mean, I had uh, horses back then that you could ride bareback. All of Mm -hmm. our animals are very... Blue's back asleep. So, as you can see, all of our animals get plenty of love and are very, very tame, so... I wonder if there's any people watching on Facebook that don't even realize because Blue just is so calm and just kind of blends in there that you almost can't even tell like yes there's a yeah, there's, there's a, a blue goat yeah, blue eyes on her lap right now hanging out. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. It's 923 this is Kickstart. We're going to be on till 11 we're talking about Goat Yoga Houston and how do you, how do you end up you know as a kindergartner with a pet cow mm-hmm. into one day running a, a yoga empire featuring goats traveling over the the greater southern you know united states um mainly my distaste for the corporate world honestly Mm -hmm. um i was um having health problems and things like that and i was working for a certain parts company as a district manager which is a lot of work and um things like that late nights and things and my doctor suggested that i change my lifestyle to help my health and so that's kind of what I did. And when I told my dad what I was going to do with the goats, his exact words, it was flag day. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, don't quit your day job, you know, because mm-hmm. he thought it was the weirdest, wildest thing. Ever. It's different. So, yeah, it's different. And that's what I told him. But he's like, you've always been different, you know, so try it, but don't quit your day job. And then um, a few months later, I was able to actually quit my day job and focus full time on the goats. So now uh, during the week, you know, it's never a 
non-eventful day, whether it's a new baby born or a hoof trimming day yeah. or a deworming day. So there's always something to do with goats. I need to drop Kurt off at the farm and so we can get him groomed, trimmed, dewormed. Yeah, Maybe. do you like shots? <laughs> get some shots, update. Oh, no. I give great shots. You can ask Blue. Oh, see? Are you convinced? Yes, let's do it. <laughs> I can see it all over his face that he's convinced. He's ready. Okay, so you okay? Grew up on a farm, had some land. You know, you got into animals at a young age, mm-hmm. and then you know started working in the corporate world. Yes. And whenever you decided to make that switch, is that whenever you found your passion for yoga? No, I'd been practicing yoga for a while. Okay. Um, but that's just when um, the yoga, the goat yoga thing. Uh, like I said, my friend from the rodeo tagged me in it, and that's when I was like, "Well, let's see if we can put the two together." Mm-hmm. So, can you share how did you get into yoga? Like, when did you find that that was something that you really enjoyed doing? So, at first, I thought it was for freaks. I'm not gonna lie; I thought it was very strange. Um, I went to a wrong class at first. I went really? to a class that was for um, one advanced yogis that had a lot of chanting and things like that that I'm not really into. Um, so our class doesn't have any of that kind of thing. You chant when you do yoga? Um, some, some not day. ours, but um, some do, and I just wasn't comfortable with that. So I'm really good at the Wii yoga, like the Wii yoga. I'm not a. I know that's a video game. It is, but I don't know anything else. I'm There's, more of an outdoors person, so uh, um, I'm in real that. yoga. You say? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm more into real yoga. So do you sweat with this Wii yoga? Uh, yeah. I feel like, yeah, because you were moving. <laughs> He'd sweat when he's picking up the pizza that was on the counter uh, <laughs> after doing okay. the yoga. Like, okay. ah. We were so talking good. about that yes, like earlier in the show. Like, even just moving, though, you start to feel it. Oh, yeah, you do, definitely. I mean, you start, back starts to loosen up, shoulders, things like that. But, no, I got into yoga before um, the goat yoga. Um, you know, just practicing. I liked it as a form of exercise, honestly. Yeah. Um, You know, compared to, I'm not a big cardio craze i don't and i don't want to walk up steps so <laughs> yeah. i just found the yoga very calming and still fun though at the same time you know something different it was almost like a dance routine you mm-hmm. know um so mm-hmm. i wasn't yeah i was into it before the goat yoga so the thing about it that you mentioned uh that makes me realize you were really really into yoga is that you decided to go to is it nicaragua nicaragua for 30 days you were in nicaragua for 30 days to pursue um your 200 hour certification um for the yoga alliance yeah so um yeah 30 days no running water no electricity um it was rough you know how we can make some money here's what we do we start our own and it'll be easy because we have no running water, no electricity, no. And we just be like, hey, you can go to Nicaragua and, you know, fly out there and participate. But we can do it right here in Lamarck. We got some land, like right out yeah, back. Yeah, but I did, although the um, no, you know, running water, no electricity wasn't ideal. Uh, I was on a beautiful beach in Ocinal, oh. Nicaragua, even though I was drinking from a living water pump. Um you know, it was still beautiful. Yeah, you can't replace the experience. No, you could not. And um, I Green landed screen. in Costa Rica and crossed the border on foot. So it was a big experience yeah. for me. It was a very big growing experience as well. What What led you to feel like this is what I need to do? I need to go to Nicaragua, pursue this. Oh, well, that's kind of a little funny thing. So um, I was actually looking for a vacation, mm-hmm. a 30-day vacation, and I saw... Oh, well, you, you know, you can get your yoga certification here. Well, the website had running water, had different pictures, <laughs> had electricity. Oh. So I thought I was going on a luxury vacation. Boom. Yeah. 
And then um, I learned about false advertising. So, and then um, when I got there, the yoga master was like, okay, well, you can leave, but you're not getting your money back. And I'm pretty stubborn. So I stuck it out for those 30 days. So, yeah. You, I'm assuming you learned a lot from that experience. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would not take it back because I have seen other um, yoga studios produce teachers. And um, we were required to do six hours of working out a day, wow. um, teach three classes to our fellow classmates a day for 30 days. Um, so that's a pretty intense training. Mm -hmm. um, and then when you weren't getting, when you weren't the teacher, you were getting taught. So you did the workout still. So you might work out nine hours that day. And also it was um, April in Nicaragua. So it was about 100 degrees outside. So, uh, no, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah, um, I, I, I feel like I got a real experience mm -hmm. and a really just, and uh, also they did no sugar and um, no uh, meat. So it was a very cleansing experience, to wow. say the least. Yeah. So the first thing I did was get home, hug my mom, and she took me to Chick-fil-A for a Dr. Pepper. So <laughs> I was like, I need a Dr. Pepper. So Sugar and meat. Yes. Good to go. I wonder if that was part of their plan, or at least that's how they justify it. Like, well, this is test number one. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not quite the experience that you thought it would be. Are you going to stick it out uh, and tough it out? I think you're... That's the way I'd spin it. <laughs> well, yeah, if you were him, maybe. Yeah. But, but anyways, it turned out to be great, and um, it honestly, you know, made me thankful for everything I have here. You know, coming home to a bed that actually had... <laughs> no, we didn't have covers on the bed, oh so gosh. actually being able to turn on AC, put a cover over your face, I mean, it made me very grateful for all the things I have at home. Yes. Mm. So I would not take it back. And like I said, it was a growing experience. Speaking Spanish, you know, trying to get across foreign borders, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it was a great experience. I wouldn't take it back. Were you able to keep in touch with anybody else that was in the course with you? Um, I had the choice to, but um, they weren't my type. I got you. Were they? They were more yoga than goat, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay, okay. They weren't very country. I got you. Um, so... Yeah, they were from international places around the world. Nice people. Uh, we just didn't have too much of the same ideals in common or the same belief system. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So you come back, you know, you have a passion for yoga. You've yes. always had a passion for animals. Yes. It just makes sense. So you decide to pursue Goat Yoga Houston. Was this something easy to start? Is this something that took off, you know, like wildfire from the beginning? It did, but we found a lot of ways to improve over the last few years. Um, now all of our co um, coats, all of our goats have been domesticated. They're used to being picked up. Um, mm -hmm. We've, um, you know, made better our system for fencing, um, for signing up online, all that kind of stuff like that. So definitely, yeah, you know, at first it was just like, hey, let's see if this will work. And then when it did, we just tried to make improvement after improvement. I bought a trailer instead of, you know, paying somebody to do it mm -hmm. um, to trail the goats in. And, um, you know, we have a little staff and everything like that now. So it's really fun. How many years? Um, this is going to be our third year will be starting in June. Okay. Yeah, that will be like the beginning of our third year. Well, whenever you were mentioning about going to the, the universities and colleges mm -hmm. and working out some of this stuff during finals week. Um, a lot of people these days are becoming more and more stressed just with everyday life. You're not really able to ever unplug. No. There's always stuff going on. And this seems like it'll keep growing because it's a great 
opportunity for people to relax, distress, hang out with with baby goats. Yeah, and that's the big thing. It's not just the yoga. It's really having the access to the goats. I mean, most people that come to the classes, maybe they've never held a goat before or they've held the ones in the petting zoo that aren't going to sit like blue and be asleep the whole time. They're going to be running from you and things like that. So I think it's just a unique experience that most people that didn't grow up on a farm, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, or something like that, you know, haven't had. So it just makes the two go together. And and like you said, it's um, like I told you, I encourage everyone at the beginning of class, you know, do the yoga or do the goats. You know, this is your time, your class. And I think that also takes a lot of stress off beginners that are coming to yoga because I know my first class ever, I was terrified. I didn't know what chaturanga meant or I didn't even know if I was doing downward dog right. And so, you know, I think it just takes, and there's a lot of laughter in our class. So I think that's also part of the de-stressing because a lot of people come with a friend and then they see a goat jump on their friend's back and maybe bless them with (laughs) a little something. And so you can't help but laugh at that, you know? So I think it's the combination of the animals, the cute animals, the yoga, and honestly, the laughter. We play music. Um, A lot of the times I give away free t-shirts to people who, you know, you can just tell they're having a great time in the class and really enriching everybody else's time. And so um, a lot of the times we also have MVP prizes, depending on like um, Easter, you know, we're giving away a little goodie basket and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in Valentine's Day, we did the same thing. It just makes it fun for the customers. Cool. And that's what we want to do. So Stacy, she she commented, good morning, Stacy. She said that her 14-year-old is just getting interested in yoga, which kind of made me wonder, what's the, the earliest someone can participate in, in yoga? And then- what do you guys so you have a role? Or? Our classes are nine and up, um, just because um, little goats don't like to be chased by little children. Let's just be honest with that. And I don't ever want to put the goats at risk, um, yeah, or the children because goats do have horns, and you know you just have to be aware of your surroundings. Even though I mean their horns aren't very big, they probably won't hurt you. I don't see them. I know, but I, know, I know you don't, um, but um, better safe than sorry on that. But I mean, I know some uh, fitness studios offer yoga as young as three years old. Um, I'm not sure what I think about that because... Is it a baby class only, like all babies, th- I know toddlers? one of the gyms I go to, it's three to seven years old. And to me, that's a very wide range mm. and a very different range of I can pay attention for five seconds versus yeah. I can pay attention for... Um, you know, an hour. So, but I definitely think yoga is good um, to get kids out um, and doing things, you know, not sitting in front of your wee yoga over there. Wow. And, uh, you know, we want yoga. kids to be outside and wow. do different things, you know, and yes. really be active, especially with all the problems going on around, you know, today, there's a lot of things I think that definitely would benefit um, her. Stacy was her name? Correct? Yes, Stacy. Stacy's daughter um, in sure. yoga. I think she definitely should give it a try. And maybe not start with goat yoga, just a regular yoga class. Um, just call the studio, make sure of their age limit and everything. And I would suggest Stacy go with her daughter just so she knows what she's getting taught. So she makes sure she's comfortable um, with maybe some of the things the teacher's saying. Because like I said, everyone does things different and runs their studios different. Stacy said that, she, uh, that that's perfect that you guys work with nine... And up, yeah. She said that her girls, are, her girls are twelve and fourteen. Oh yeah, we would love to have them. And um, twelve to fourteen, I mean, it's a good age to start, huh? Oh yeah, and I mean, twelve to fourteen, they love it. They're just the perfect age where they don't get and run around, but they get into the yoga. Then also, they can play with the goats, and they have a really good time. So maybe Stacy, I don't know how y'all are giving away the tickets. It but could be Stacy. I don't know. Stacy sounds you. like a good. 
idea. Sounds great. Hey, we do like uh, how we're giving away the tickets is if you like, comment, and share on this video, on this live video that is on On our Facebook Facebook page right now, you have that chance to win. So make sure that you like, share, comment, and you will win. Do you think that goat yoga can spoil people like that they're like, wow, yoga is this fun all the time, baby goats and yes. happy. But then like they go to another yoga class, and they're like, all right. And then they're like, where are the goats? Between you What's and me, going on? it happens to me on a daily basis because <laughs> I actually, you know, practice my regular yoga and everything. And I miss my goats when they're yeah. not there. I'm not going to lie. Like a piece of you would be gone. Well, it is. It's, mm-hmm. it's a piece of you, but also just um, during the class, you know, maybe you're like starting to just sweat it out and you want to quit. You know, when you have a little cute goat, you can reach down and kind of cuddle or hug for a second and take a hashtag break, mm-hmm. you know, a sweat break. It just makes the class, uh, for me, a little bit more fun. But everyone's different. So I'm not downing regular yoga. There's right. a different, you know, time and place for everything. So um, sometimes I love my very serene yoga classes that a lot of people consider boring. And I used to consider boring. So different strokes for different folks. Yes, we are talking about Goat Yoga Houston, it's in the name, Goat Yoga. Have y'all ever considered adding another animal? And if so, what would be a good potential fit? Well, I don't know if you saw in the UK, there is a yoga studio that is right next door to a wildlife preserve. The wildlife preserve has let them use lemurs. Oh. Monkey, the little lemur monkeys. We've, had, a, we've had the lemur here in oh, okay. studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw that the other day. Um, but um, that's obviously they're connected with a wildlife preserve. Um, somebody suggested that uh, for Easter we use bunnies. Not going to happen. I'm not going to go <laughs> buy 30 bunnies and then just um, release them and not have anything to do with I them. I think they produce faster than the goats. Well, no, but um, what do you do with 30 bunnies when you don't raise bunnies after that one Easter class? I don't think that's a responsible pet owner or yes. a responsible breeder. So that was, uh, I, I thought it was a great idea if you're listening. Um, just uh, that for that reason, I did not think uh, Easter bunny yoga would be good. <laughs> I do have um, some other thoughts, but I need to make the fences at my uh, place a lot taller. Ooh, Ooh. like a giraffe. Oh, no, like a giraffe yoga. No, Kangaroo yoga. I did. I got yes. to jump over the fence. I think that would be great. So, Man, um, they would punch you, though. No, if you fix the joeys before they're two years old, they do not actually get aggressive. I've already done the research. Because I on, saw Kurt. that video where the kangaroo just punched the guy. Yeah, well, that guy probably deserved it. Oh, yeah, he punched the kangaroo back. Yeah, I like, that's what I mean. Like, what? survival <laughs> of the fittest. So uh, this is from Ethan, I'm guessing. Intern Ethan put it on our Facebook stream said, you've got a chance to win. Just like, share, and comment. <laughs> hey, and uh, if you have a, a recommendation, maybe a suggestion, what animal, kangaroos could be one? Is there another one? I see that Stephanie Macaluso said her husband, Anthony, recommends cats. Uh, they are doing those right now. There are um, cat yoga classes. A lot of the times they are directly connected with your humane society, and the uh, cats are actually up for adoption afterwards. I'm not aware of which studios yeah. have done that, but I have heard that is happening, as well as um, dogs. Ooh. I don't know if you bring your dog mm-hmm. or if it's a, an adoption opportunity as well. But I know that is going on. Have you seen cat cafes? Anybody in here? Has, has anybody ever Ew. heard of a cat cafe? <clears throat> oh, like where you bring a cat to? Uh, yeah, where there's like cats that hang out. You think of like a... With your food? 
Yes, it's a real thing. I've seen it. I hate when my cat comes over to my food <laughs> while I'm eating it, and I love wow. my cat. I can't imagine somebody else's cat around Kurt, my food. Your, your cat's probably like, cat. put some food in my food, my little food bowl, feed me, Kurt. And you're like, no, this is my cat food. He just wants you to share with them. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> so some people are asking how can they win these tickets for goat yoga. So we're giving away three three pairs of, of yep. tickets. Boom. So we're going to have three winners. All you have to do is you have to go to our KHEA Radio Facebook page. If you're listening at 99.5 FM, if you're watching someplace else, if you're listening someplace else, go to our Facebook page. That's at KHEA Radio. Find the live for the show. Like, share, comment on that video. We'll announce the winner Probably tomorrow morning, during tomorrow morning's show. Winners. Winners. It's going to be multiple winners. It could be you if you participate, follow the rules. It's really easy. I think there's people that have accidentally won just because they didn't even know there was a giveaway. They're just like, oh, <laughs> this like, is awesome. There's a stinking goat on here. I'm going to like this. He's so cute. It's, it's baby blue. Yeah. And then they comment and say, it's baby blue. And then they share it because they love KHEA. Oh, can they see baby blue? Next thing you they know, can. your camera's right there. Oh, I didn't even know we were on camera. I'm glad I haven't been picking my nose or anything this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Actually, you were earlier, and we just didn't know. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> this no, is. No, <laughs> I really didn't know we were on camera. Okay. I always pick my nose, and I always wonder why no one has ever said anything. You switch the camera because Kurt is controlling the cameras. I'm controlling oh, the so audio. They really, that's how you were saying they could see. So yeah, this is blue. The camera. <laughs> She's just. Oh, so I this is blue. Blue. But yeah, this is little baby, baby blue, and this is pretty much. Um, she's one of our actual larger goats. Really? So, yeah. Um, like I said, ours are babies. Are she, like I said, she was the smallest of a triplet pygmy. So she's mm -hmm. she's a little girl, gonna there be this go. size. So have so, you seen those videos? Uh, it went viral. I saw it. They were all in pajamas. The little baby goats were in pajamas running through the farm. Yes, but if you kept up with our Instagram, we had Christmas sweater goats running all through my farm. What? Yes. It was crazy because they were because <laughs> we dressed them up for occasion. Do they have any Easter plans? Yes. They what do. are the goats doing for Easter? They wear Easter scarves. Okay. Yeah, and then we did um St. Patrick's Day outfits. And then Valentine's Day outfits, and we have Cinco de Mayo outfits coming up. Do they up. wear sombreros? That would be cool on a goat. No, but they won't stay. I've tried. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've tried. <laughs> and they don't like that little elastic band that goes underneath yeah. them. Not a fan. And they'll eat anything. So oh, I have the, seen that. The other goats will come and chew like their, oh, because we tried Mardi Gras beads. Biggest mistake <laughs> of my life. Because they were eating them off of each other. And that's not healthy. Is that really true that goats will eat anything? Because I've seen mm -hmm. people that have, like, land that mm -hmm. needs to be cleared, including, like, trash. And they're just mm -hmm. like, get some goats, drop them in there, and the goats, they take care of it. Yes, but my one caveat to that before anybody goes and buys a goat as a lawnmower is mm -hmm. they eat what they want, not necessarily what the human wants. Okay. So that's just... But, um, but they, they do are, eat grass. You're very correct. They're okay. even using them or... I believe testing to use them to prevent wildfires out in California. They actually go send the goats in to eat the brush up or whatever is causing the fires. And they've been doing it in, um, I can't think of the country, but in, um, never eat shredded wheat, Western <clears throat> Europe, um, where it's actually it started. The goats go in, kind of clear out the fields and stuff, and it actually stops or is supposed to help prevent um, forest fires or like the deadly fires that we had in California this past year. So Wow. But yeah, they eat. 
anything. Thank you, by the way, for the lesson because Ethan's homeschooled. Never and eat he was like, wait, wheat what? what he, he, oh, I'm sorry. He, he, no, he went, like, he went, never eat shredded wheat. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense, Ethan. So he's like, oh, oh northeast. Uh, sorry, so. I went to public school, so <laughs> they we, taught, uh, they taught it, that. Or it was never eat soggy worms. So it was one of the two. So. But it works. North, east, southwest. So and now he knows, and we we covered our lessons for the day. Yeah. All right, Ethan. Don't forget that. That's your lesson for the day. Do you feel like you've learned? I mean, yes <laughs> and no. Do you know the left-hand, right-hand trick? Kurt actually did that one yesterday. Oh, okay. Like, uh, okay. The L, okay. The left hand makes an L. I still do that sometimes when I'm like, I'm like they're like, raise your right hand. I'm like. Hey, okay. Kelsey Villarosa never eats soggy waffles. I guess all these teachers soggy have waffles. these different That's, different that's, soggy that's, waffles. Good that's yeah. the one that I, I grew up oh, on. Oh, you grew up with waffles? I, re- I remember the L because... Shredded wheat's the out there, L- like, oh, punching the air right it now. Was, it was <laughs> like, loser, loser, double loser, what if, whatever. <laughs> well, there uh, you go. So right now, it's 945. This is KHEA Radio. It's Kickstart. We're going to be on till 11. We're talking to Goat Yoga Houston. Uh, this is a, a business that has been going on for several years now, and you'll have the opportunity to win some tickets. Like, share, comment on this Facebook video. If you're listening on 99.5 FM, feel free to call a friend. How can somebody find out about you guys from the internet if they're listening and not on their phone right now? Okay, so they can go to our website, www.goatyogahouston.com. Also, our Facebook is very active. I'm going to say it's more active than our Instagram because I don't understand Instagram. So um, it's Goat Yoga Houston on Facebook and then Goat Yoga underscore Houston on Instagram. So those are three easy ways to get a hold of us. Um, anytime, contact us or they can always give us a shout. Cool. That's why we keep Ethan around. You know, you got to uh, keep Ethan around so he can help us with the Instagram times and the hashtags yeah, and all how I mean, that works. All that stuff is it's different. So I'm learning and we're getting better. I mean, we're getting... A lot more stuff posted, but um, I'll tell you our Facebook page is better. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. So how many people are on the team? How many people are uh, working with you to make Go Um, Yoga Hughes possible? There's about six. Okay. Mm -hmm. And everybody kind of has a different role, including instructors. Um, I actually instruct most of the classes. Okay. I really enjoy working with the people. And since I raised all the goats, um, the goats obviously respond to mom different than they would a different instructor you know Mm -hmm. i mean they're just not as comfortable um so i teach most of the classes and then we have goat handlers in every class um two they normally walk around make sure the goats are moving make sure they're interacting with people even though that's never been a problem now that we've domesticated them and things like that um and then you know driving trucks and all kinds of stuff like that so Mm -hmm. And um, then, you know, the staff at the places we're at normally does a really good job taking care of anything else that might be needed um, for a customer. All right. So where do you see the rest of this year going? Because we're, we're already into it, but it's almost just getting started. Where do you see this year going? It's not getting started. We're getting already questions to book in December for me. So I don't awesome. feel like it's already started uh, or almost or just starting. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to do this college tour. And like I said, we have one more college or maybe two, to announce. So that's really exciting. And then um, this summer we have classes at Net Bar, um, also at Market Street in the Woodlands. And um, we're looking at another venue to the West. I didn't have to do my Never Eat Shredded Week for that one. <laughs> I know it's West because I was driving there a lot. Um, so we have some growth coming. She's asleep. She's a very calm girl. She's very Does calm. Does she like tacos? 
No. Yeah. Oh, that's what I said. She will if she got a hold of that, she will eat it. She'll some love bites. But then um also growing our private party area and really doing a better job um bringing someone on just specifically to handle the emails and phone calls. Um we actually shot for Animal Planet. Um so that's going to air in what? June. Yeah. Um, How did that more- go? It went great. One of our, um, the vet life, actually, one mm-hmm. of our goats, George Bailey, yes, after George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life, um, <laughs> had something on, I can't say. And um, so the vet life took care of it and all that kind of stuff. So we're really making sure we have somebody that's answering the phone, answering the customer's questions if we're not getting into it, and um, making sure their emails are returned a lot faster. That's my personal goal as a business owner is our customer service needs to step it up some. So with y'all going to be on, y'all are going to be on Animal Planet, was the vet like already in contact with Animal Planet or did you oh, guys? Oh yeah, they have a show called The Vet Oh, okay, Life. okay, yes. got you. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's Dr. Blue. That's her namesake. Oh, yeah. okay, wow. How long did it take to shoot? What did that process look Two like? Two months. Two months. Yes, sir. And how many times did... Uh, oh, Blue wasn't the sick one. Okay. She wasn't the sick animal. So. I got you. Yeah. It's just intriguing to learn how TV works. It's... Two months. I, um, it was the most interesting, strangest thing I've ever done to see how TV works. Yeah. You're 100% right. Yeah, because they may... Have you shoot the same thing probably over and over and over and over and I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> I signed one... an NDA. I don't know what you're talking about. It was all in one take, huh? Yeah, it was all in one take. Okay. So that's awesome. Yeah, but no, it was great people and really the doctor did come out and um though I don't have a date for it yet. It'll be in June. Um, but they did do surgery on the goat and everything like that. So you'll have to see how it turns out. But I mean it was very nice, and um, I must thank Animal Planet. They did take care of the vet bill, which is wow. awesome because surgery on a livestock animal is not cheap at all. Yeah. So it was a blessing for them to contact us, and I just happened to have a sick goat. So I was like, okay, perfect, you know? And they are like, can you come next week? And then it just kept going from there, and um, they even came out and toured our facility where all the goats stay just to make sure there was nothing. The mm-hmm. doctor, that They'd make Dr. Sick. Blue. Yeah, that nothing could make them sick, that there wasn't anything. And there wasn't, but it just, you know, it was a very kind thing. They didn't have to do yeah. all that for us. So speaking about where the goats are kept, you mentioned the par- it's your parents' house, right? Well, they have a lot of a land? parents' land, yeah. Okay. Is there any other animals that are out there? Yes. What else is out there? Cows, horses, ducks, geese, dogs, um coyotes sometimes um not obviously yeah on purpose and i think that oh and my little brother has a cat my little brother jonathan has a cat do the other goats get jealous that he's here right now and not with you (laughs) oh they are so because they're herd animals so when one's missing from the herd they're just you know they They notice oh they start screaming because so she was born with bobby as her brother like i said duplicates triplets and so Bobby is probably at home screaming right now. Oh, no. Yeah. So normally I bring them together, but Miss Blue was the only one that um, was ready to go this morning, and then she fell asleep on y'all. So well, Blue doesn't seem like she misses Bobby, though, because she's with you, so she's good? Yeah. As long as you're with mom, you're fine. Or even, like, say I gave her to you. You saw that. She was yeah. totally comfortable. They love human interaction. So if Bobby was here... And was over there, they wouldn't even be missing each with other Ethan? right now. Yeah. But it, now, if you separate them all out from the herd with no human interaction, 
screaming. Oh, no. Yes, because George Bailey, we did have to separate for a little while. George Bailey. Yeah. Hey, it's a wonderful a, life at Goat Yoga Houston. So we like to, <laughs> and he was born December 15th. And I was coming back from Guatemala. My plane was delayed for 12 hours. Boom, he was born. And then suddenly the maintenance part came in for Chicago. So he's George Bailey. Can you give us a couple of the other names that are kind of interesting? So we have George Bailey. We have Mike and Scotty after the Bulls, the champions. Yeah, I was going to say Michael Jordan should be the name yeah, of one well, for sure. Some people don't know. Because he's the GOAT. The GOAT, the greatest of all time. Thank you. Right. Um, but then we also have Kobe Conway fans. Twitty, Ray Charles. Um, we have, and Bobby's actually named after Bobby Knight. We went up to Lubbock okay. and we did like a Name You're the GOAT contest. And I told the people, I was like, he's very, you know, feisty, stuff like that. And, you know, Bobby Knight used to throw chairs. Oh, yeah. So it was the perfect name for the goat. Um, and That's then funny. let's see, who else do we have? We have Miss um, Patsy, obviously, after Patsy, Patsy Klein. Klein. We have Linda, and that's actually named after my mom, just because she eats a lot and she likes to eat cookies, <laughs> and so does my mom. So um, she's Linda. Do they make special cookies for goats, or she yeah. just likes normal cookies? Well, just like, you know, they now have, like, dog treats. They have whole stores with, you can buy your dog all kinds of treats. So, yeah, they definitely have animal treats. Um, their favorite are licorice-flavored. They don't like the banana ones, the goats. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, they're that's how spoiled my goats are. They're, wow. They're very... Do you like spoiling your goats? I love it. Seems it. like you do. Oh, I love it. I mean, my job is taking care of them. So, I mean, mm -hmm. why not do my best job? And, I mean, I have the cutest little thing sitting on my lap, and she hasn't even moved, and it's almost been 40, 30 minutes or Yeah. Something. So, Kurt told me something the other day that was really alarming. Oh, goodness. He told me... <laughs> Wait, what? Oh. Remember when we were talking about, like, Kanye West and, oh, and Kim Kardashian? To... He was like, how come I couldn't have been born, like, a... Uh, like the child more. of a celebrity, you know, and I could have been taken care of, not worried about anything. I think you're wishing for the wrong thing or wondering, why weren't you born as a goat with Goat Yoga Houston? Because <laughs> then you would be you would be pampered, pampered all day long. They even get baths inside the house in the bathtub. Kurt, you don't even get those. We got to hose them out back. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sometimes. Wow. That's funny. Dude, you could have been a goat. I yeah. could have been. The I, goat. But it's a really good I, job. I, I prefer the boat. You could have been the boat, the best of all time. Best of all time. Sorry. Okay. You know who I stole that from? Who? Uh, Brad from Reality of Wrestling. He calls himself the boat, and I'm like, no, Brad you're Gilmore. Not. I'm the boat. Wow. Best of all time. All right. It's nine fifty four. It's KHEA Radio ninety nine point five FM. If you're watching on Facebook, share this video out. Like it. Leave us a comment. Let us know. Hey, are you interested in going and trying out some goat yoga? Right here in the area, there's a uh, several opportunities that you'll have. <laughs> you can go check it out. You could, no, he wasn't. She wasn't eating it. She was just chomping. They numb right here back, and they just kind of spit up gerd. And so I didn't know if y'all could hear that because she's not. She's happy, so she's not gonna cry. Oh. So that's why I was just trying to get her to make any noise. Can we possibly? Would she do yoga right now? Would she be down for a? a well, a you yoga know the move? humans actually do the yoga, <laughs> and the goats are. Actually, oh, I thought it was the other way around, <laughs> no. where the goats are doing. You're the climbing yoga on the, no, <laughs> goats no, on the goats. No, you don't climb on. Um, I think you would hurt Baby Blue, and then I would have to hurt you. So oh. um, no. Uh, hey, can, well, can we take a break and get? Kurt, on, did you want to do some yoga? Is that what I just you're wanted to see what it was like again. I you forget. can be the human. The yogi. The yogi. And I can be the instructor and Blue can be the goat. Hey, boo-boo. Hey. Yogi Bear. It's wow. KTA Radio, 99.5 FM. Coming up next is some Toby Mac Starts With Me featuring Aaron Cole.
on Kickstart. We're going to be on till 11 a.m. Stay tuned. It's KGA Radio. All right. All right. Kurt, are you going to leave the jacket on? I'm gonna I leave. would take it off. It is a what pretty if you get blessed? jacket. What if you get blessed? <laughs> Shout out to Macy's for making this possible and Top Star Marketing and Pierre Castillo for making that relationship possible. Kurt's outfit today is brought to you by Macy's and Tanger. Not sponsored. <laughs> this is not sponsored content. Why are you so zoomed in? Just deals. So you let me know when you're ready. All right, I'm ready. Okay, so I need you to get, um, it's going to be called your tabletop position. Tabletop position. So oh, he's fixing his hair. Simply Should I do a play-by-play? Play? So I want? shoulders are on top of wrists. Okay. Um, and knees I'm, are I'm watching some up. yogi. Okay. Okay. Curtsy bear. Curtsy Yogi Bear. Okay. Yeah, I noticed that you're doing the angle. You're like, I'm not gonna put my my, my backside towards the cam. I've done this enough. Kurt, okay, the view, the ratings just went way higher. So this higher. is a light goat, so this right. should not be hard. But so inhale this okay, right leg up towards the sky. He's going towards the now, sky. Now shoot the left arm up. So come on, come on, Kurt. <laughs> now, that's all that I can do. Glute, pick that right yeah. back up. So that's kind of the thought behind this pose, is you're using a goat that's moving good, huh? around instead of just a boring weight. So you're not engaging that glute at all. I want that like up in the air. Oh, that's all the further it goes. Oh, you're, jeans. <laughs> you're wearing jeans, so now exhale it back down, knee back to mat, hand back to mat. And he, then, is, he is wearing jeans, but... Well, that's why I said, you know, we gotta give him... Those are 80% spandex. I did. I got a picture. And then we would like do They're the more other spandex side. Than they are jeans. Inhale the left it. leg up. What'd you say? You're memeing it. it oh, that's a meme. Go. A memeable photo. That right arm out. The other other side. We used okay, to have Kurt so work out all the time, time on Wednesday. We're gonna do a little we'll bit of ab work. So I want you to crunch in that arm in and there, that knee. Hmm? Get in there. Very good. So ten of those. And so you would normally have like. can, baby. Sorry, blue. So blue is normally one of our. She does different things. But so, um, like the older, like Mike and Scotty, they love to do this and be on people's back. You're not crunching. All the way out. All the way in. All the way out. And so, like, if you were laughing and singing right now, along with the music, you would, might win a free t-shirt. We, no, because we really want people to have fun in our Yeah. Lives. Blue. See? Baby blue. blue. Just gonna stay. Kurt's so that's just, like, one on. of the things that we might do. And we try to make every class a little bit different just so, because we have a lot of repeat customers. Mm -hmm. or not a lot, a couple. And so, you know, I want everyone's experience to be great and different every time. So we try to change up Mix some it of up. the postures and stuff. Kurt, so how was that? You seem exhausted. Was that... How do you feel? Do you feel relaxed? Somebody needs to do some squats. <laughs> wow. No, I'm saying you are... Yes, I was struggling for sure. It's the jeans. It's the jeans. Yeah, I don't, I don't do yeah. yoga all the time. Yeah. And when people do come to our class, they can either rent mats, bring their own mats, or I just want um, to say this, they can also do beach towels because, like okay. I said, there's blessings that might be given. Um, beach towels you can wash, and then you can save because um, our mats to rent are um, a certain price. So um, mm -hmm. that way they can save their money just in case um, anybody is asking about that um, because also – Goats eat yoga mats sometimes. Um, so I just want everybody to know that. That's a good way. Save your mat. Save some money. Um, you know, use a beach towel and stuff like that. And then that way, if you get blessed, just throw it in the washing machine. And you're good to go. And you're good to goat. Eat Good to goat. What are some other good names 
for for potential goats. Like, let's see if we can brainstorm. Okay. Ethan, now's your time to shine. Don't let us down. I just hit it and it oh. dropped. Oh. <laughs> I moved. If y'all have a, an idea for a goat name, feel free to let us know because we um we're yes, brainstorming. Well, we right have now. three babies born last night, so, so we, we need, need names. names. We need names. Uh, okay, Casper, the goat. No. Casper and goat just don't go together. It doesn't make sense. Okay, how about... Well, and Casper's dead. How about the woat? Ooh, the woat. What is the woat? The worst Wait. of all. Yeah, you said yeah. that me? Casper the woat. Wow. I was like, I don't know what a woat is, but... So my last name's Casper. Okay. He names... How about you name it K-H-E-A? One of the new ones. Kia. After the, after the radio Can station. Can it be Kia? Kia, everybody thinks a car. But it's K-H-E-A. But then that's where you get them, you know? Yeah. Key. key. Whenever I tell uh, Siri something, and she says like Key Radio, like because Key the, Fan Club, the Key Fan Club. <laughs> That's one of our contacts. What else? Um, Let's see. Uh, who? Oh, I got an idea. Who famous came from Lamar? Kurt Casper. <sighs> I'm probably the most famous person, really, but I'm not even technically from well, no, here. No, I was just thinking maybe we could name Mar- after something that reminded us of Lamarck, so I could remember coming here, uh, just like how we did Bobby, you know, Bobby Knight when we went to Lubbock. Bobby okay. Fest. My, uh, Mayor Hawkins from Lamarck, and he's done some really cool stuff. Let me let me tag Colleen. Let me see if I can get Colleen. I don't know. There. It would just be cool because that way it's like you know we'd always remember every time I yell at that goat out in the pasture. <laughs> Well, no, that's just how Bobby is and Conway and stuff like that. I'm like, I remember. Can, you, can we call Colleen? She she may answer. She'll be like, what do you want, guys? I'm working. Who are y'all calling? She works with the city. Oh, my gosh. We're calling the city. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Let's see if she answers. We'll call and be like, hey, who is the most famous person? Well, I was just thinking that way. You that know, makes We sense. always think of coming back here or... Oh, Queen Glinda said, "Goatee." <laughs> That's pretty good. Hello, this is Colleen. Hey, Colleen, this is Guardian Kurt. You're on. You're on the Facebook stream. Are you okay with that? <clears throat> okay. <laughs> you don't have a choice. Like, do I have a choice. You don't have a choice. Well, if you said <laughs> if you said you weren't, then we would hang up and be like, "All right, we'll call you later." Sorry. Okay. So we had a question. We're talking to Goat Yoga Houston right now, and we are wondering. Who is the most famous person to come from Lamarck? Because we're trying to namesake Name a goat. Famous them. or meaningful, either one. Okay, Kay Bailey Hutchinson oh, is, that's a good one. is from Lamarck. Boom. Yeah. Oh. Kay Bailey. That's a good, uh, that's a good one. That's a good okay. one. And because bale sounds like a bale of hay. So ah. Kay Bailey. There you go. I, oh, my gosh. And then you'll think of we Lamarck, Texas. Yes. famous football players, too. But Kay Bailey Hutchinson, um, you know, she's got... Made it all the way up to being an ambassador for NATO, so she yeah. oh. she's a big deal. I majored in government, so I am very much into, I know who Kate Bailey Hutchinson awesome, is. That's awesome. why I got so excited. I was like, what a good idea. That is good. Hey, if y'all need anything else, just call me back. All right, Colleen, you're the best. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Colleen. All right. What station made you a winner? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the official radio station? Mark, Texas. <laughs> oh, Thanks, We're calling Colleen. Galveston. We're calling Galveston. <laughs> no, that's a good one. Kay so Bailey. the girl will name Kay Bailey. Okay. Did you see Ethan's comment here sweet. on the Facebook? And then we probably should go on and, and close up. Goats Busters. <laughs> Who are you going to call Goats Busters? That's a good the one. ghost. <laughs> <laughs> She's like trying not to laugh. No, I've just seen the meme. Oh, yeah. I didn't know it was a meme. Ethan, that was a meme? Really? 
Ethan, you're stealing this? Uh, yeah, I'm not that much older than you, bro. <laughs> like, Dang. We probably have some of the same stuff in our feeds. Uh, oh, so Ethan. Ethan? That's Ethan? why I didn't laugh. That's why I was like, did y'all not? No, I guess didn't. I get all the goat memes. We don't follow I, goat memes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I forgot. Y'all probably don't follow goat memes, Instagram mm-hmm. goat memes. That Yeah. This is the third time I fired Ethan today. Today? Well, did you see he left a comment that said HIV? Half. Yeah, I commented on it three times. <laughs> he I said like have, and I was just like, you know who doesn't make those mistakes? Me. Jennifer. <laughs> oh. Our other intern. So a bunch of people are saying like, oh, the goats are so cute. And is it weird? Because I keep commenting back, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I'm doing uh, because like Because you're the goat. <laughs> well, no, I wasn't doing it that. I just thought it was funny. Like, what's the weirdest thing? Like, someone's like, that goat is so cute. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. The goat is cute. Thanks. Gee, <laughs> what is that? that Avocado. Video? Avocado. Well, and that's Thanks. kind of our thing is always, that's why at the beginning of the class, we always say yoga is optional. The goats aren't because the goats are the stars of the show. Ah, so, I mean, yes. they are supposed to be adorable. And they are. Yes. They are. So, we have, let's see, like a minute, 15, and then we're going to go on. Remind everybody on the FM uh, where they can participate in some goat yoga and let them know that Kay Bailey, Kay Bailey. I'm Hutchinson. just going to do Kay Bailey because I love the, Bale, Bale to me sounds like a country name. It does. So, and I know who it's after. And then that way I'll think of Lamar and you guys every time. I'm we like have a, a goat named after us. Yeah. Technically, Ish. technically. Ish. 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 She's like, I don't want to talk about KGA, but you know. Well, no, I just, I don't. I don't know if I'll remember or, or be able to say it because you said it's Kia, and then I think of the car because I used to work the in the car. car business. Remember the automotive stuff. So. I'm okay with this. I'm I'm happy with it's, it. It still was y'all's idea. Yes, I mean, yes. and y'all's phone call. Do we get a picture? Can we get a picture later from of uh, the goat of our goat? We can mm-hmm. post. And then we can hang it like mm-hmm. big style across the back of Gardy's head. Well, no, y'all should hang it in the studio. Right, it should I was be thinking right behind, yeah, right behind Guardy. Yeah. So then in the camera shot, it's just goat. And the, anything, anytime y'all have a problem or he's bothering you, you can just be like, oh, Kate Bailey, <laughs> instead of other words. That's good. Here you we know, go. I, we got five seconds. Here, here we're going to go back on right now. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Guardy. And I'm Kurt. It is 10.06 a.m. On Wednesday morning, we've been talking about goat yoga Houston, and we're excited that uh, we're going to be giving away some some passes so you can go experience this for free. How can somebody get that, Kurt? Yeah, they can like, share, and comment on our live Facebook video that we have. If you haven't done so already, go to KHEA Radio's Facebook page. That's at KHEA Radio, and you have a chance to to win uh, those tickets. Can we? Can you let us know one more time? Like, how can somebody? Uh, find out information about y'all and experience everything that y'all have to offer. Yeah, so um, our Facebook, which is Goat Yoga Houston, uh, a much the most information you're going to get is our website, www.goatyogahouston.com. And then also you can visit us on Instagram just for pictures and fun stuff, Goat Yoga underscore Houston. And why should somebody come and try y'all out? Just because it's a experience I can guarantee they will never forget. And if they come with a friend... I can almost guarantee they're going to have a few laughs. All right. So it's a good way to hang out, get outside, maybe introduce your your kids to an experience that 
they they may not go want to check out otherwise. Yeah, and these aren't like the goats in the petting zoo. They don't run mm-hmm. from well as now that I know if there's a camera here, as you can see, um, they don't run from you. They're all used to being my nieces and nephews hold them. So it's just a really great bonding, fun experience. And like you said, you get outside and just feels good. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Um, just that we have classes at Net Bar. Um, the Woodlands coming up May 18th is a big deal for us. We normally don't do the Woodlands. Mm-hmm. We've done it before. Um, but so those classes are selling out really quickly. So if you're interested, please go ahead and purchase. And then if you are listening from far away in one of our college towns, we are coming to Lubbock. We just announced Stillwater today, and we have some more announcements coming out. So Hastings just keep College. up with Facebook and GoatYogaHouston.com. We also helped name a, a goat. Yes. What's that name? Cabe. Oh. Yeah, no, say it. Oh, yeah. I thought it was, you were like, it was a... I was going to let her take oh, it. Oh, it's Kay Bailey. Kay Bailey. After kind of some Hutchinson. Lamarck roots. Lamarck roots there. Yeah. So there's that. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. We're take a quick break. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you all for having Co- me in blue. Coming up later, we're going to have Pastor Walter Hallam in studio around the 1030 mark, talking everything Easter. This is KHEA Radio. Stay tuned. This is Covenant Worship. Can't stop singing on Kickstart. We're going to have Pastor Hallam in. We're going to be learning about everything going on. There's an Easter play coming up. There's also uh, Easter services, so stay tuned. Boop. Good to go. All right, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm going to say goodbye to the... Bye, Blue. Yeah. Kurt, give Blue a kiss. Do they kiss? Oh, curtsy. You're going to say bye to your girlfriend. Bye. <laughs> See you later. Thank you. Thank you all so Get much some for sleep. having me. Take Thank a nap. You. I was so confused I got, when I got that text. Yeah. I was telling him about it. It was like, yeah, my boss is out of town, and I need to cover something else. And that's why I was like, <laughs> and I just got off a plane. I was like. But I was like, I'm gonna get dressed and show up anyways. And yeah, the first thing yeah. Go I don't know who that was it from. It must have been something else because it was from a number I didn't have saved. Oh, okay, Ethan. perfect. It was weird. Was Ethan. that you? <laughs> Is that number four? <laughs> Are you trying to cancel the goat? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up? If you're just joining us, let us know what do you have going on today. We just had Blue hang out with us in the studio. Blue is a baby pygmy goat, and she has a brother named Bobby that we learned. Bobby is actually at home right now and probably jealous that he wasn't able to come hang out with us but it's okay blue was chill blue was awesome it was great kurt how was that yoga experience for you the tabletop i love the tabletop um the goat on your back is kind of interesting and weird because it's you know it's it's some some animal is on top of you yeah ethan we may need to dust that the chair just with a little bit of dust uh of goat goat dust <laughs> I did notice there was like some goat hair on the board. I was like, am I shedding? And I was like, all these hairs are the exact same <laughs> same length and they're very goaty. So I just dusted it off. But no, that'd be really cool to go check out. You know, after seeing you do it um, and you got called out, she said, somebody needs to do some squats. <laughs> that's like a direct quote. <laughs> that's that's a memeable clip. Yeah, memeable clip. Oh, man. Somebody needs to do some squats. We should have that as a palette. <laughs> you know, like, you fire it whenever you wanted to, to insult somebody. Why would, well, you can't insult anybody. It's just, just facts. Just facts. Hair down. Eyes. I got that palette. I just went back over there. But if I play it, it's going to go on the FM. Ethan, do you know that song well enough that if we played it, you could sing it on the air? Have you listened to it that much? I can do the chorus. 
Okay. I don't know if there was any like actual thing besides the chorus because it was like, yeah, there is. Can he do it? Yes, he'll do it. Can he do it? Yes, he'll do it. <laughs> That's the best part. Is that <laughs> that is part of the dance? Can he do it? Yes, he'll do it. Oh man. Then he did it. Yes, he did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Hey, uh, who's our guest tomorrow? Our guest tomorrow, we don't have a 9 o'clock yet. We're still working on that. I'm hoping to get a... Uh, hey, there was some other people that I was like, hey, we should have them into Ethan said he's the guest. Are you at, You're here tomorrow, aren't you? I believe so. Okay, good. And then we have Pastor Cat at 10 o'clock. There was someone else. I was like, hey, we should get someone else in this 30 minutes. You're like, Cardi, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm trying to get... And then you called our gentleman playing Jesus in the, in the Easter play, something... Grocco. <laughs> yeah, that's his name. <laughs> like, yeah, but you were like... I said, how do you think he spelled that? You said D-R-A-K-O. <laughs> oh, I said Draco. I did. I said Draco yesterday. And I was like, who is Draco? Draco. Uh, like, like Harry Potter? Draco. Like Draco. Isn't that the guy, the kid's Draco. name? Draco. Draco. Or Drake. Draco. Like, Kurt, that's a Canadian rapper. Drake. Drake. Oh. Draco. Yeah. But there was somebody. Who was it? I was like, oh, we should get them to come on for 30 minutes. I can't remember. There was like two people. And I thought they were like great suggestions, which they'd be here in studio with us now. But I don't remember. Me either. Oh, it man. It was too good. Too, too good. good. Yeah. Hey, you were the Easter Bunny yesterday. Oh, let's not talk about that. I, I saw kinda... some pictures. Uh, KHEA Radio was tagged. Dude, how was that? Did you have a good time? I did. I had a great time. It's a hot mess of a suit. Like, it's... It needs like completely redone. Were you the kind sweaty. of mascot that talks, or are you silent? No, no, I talked. No, you should have been silent. That's... I know. What Everyone were you saying? You're just, just like, like, hey kids, hey kids, what you got there? Oh, I'm the Easter Bunny. And then I was like, that makes it creepy. They're like, they're like, I was like, I'm really hungry, but I only eat little bunnies. And then I didn't. You said think, that? I didn't even think about. it. I'm like, oh wait, I am a Easter Bunny. I don't eat little. Dude, that's scary. <laughs> I know. And they're like, Mr. Bunny Rabbit, you're so silly. Those are your kids. And I was like, oh. I eat them. How old? How old were the kids there? Like five, six, seven. So you dressed up as a giant rabbit, hung out with kids that were five, six, and seven years old. And said that I eat little bunnies. That's terrible. Oh my gosh. Here we go. Oh. And they're like, you eat carrots. And I'm like, oh yeah, I eat carrots. Sorry, I forgot. Vegetables. Vegetables are good for you. Oh man. And yeah, and that suit wasn't like complete because it was missing like one, one hand. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad that you uh, you took some photos, Kurt. You took wait, Kurt, Kurt, Kurt. You took some photos, and I noticed that you like had your hand like covered. Kurt, I need you here. I'm doing great. Yeah, doing fantastic. Oh, there's photos. Let's see it. Yes. Show the people what they got. Show the people what they got. Explain what was going on in that photo. That's me in the bunny suit. I I realized that, but can you explain like what was the event like? What happened? Can you oh, explain so what there, it was? There were a bunch of kids. Uh, they they had one. They collected the most amount of candy for um, the the how much candy was there? That they're doing. They're, they they did like a bunch, and so they beat the boys, and so they're doing some of that. All right. And you were able to help. Yes, I was the bunny in that show. Okay. You're awkward. 
sorry. <laughs> I, you asked me to explain the event. You were just like, like, I'm the bunny. I'm and the I bunny. just started like nodding. I was like, what? What's going on? So Easter's coming up. It's actually on Sunday. And uh, yes, this time of year, there's a lot of stuff that goes on, including Easter egg hunting. There's people that decorate Easter eggs. There is a lot of church services. Um, here at Abundant Life, we always have service. You know, we have multiple services a week. I think we have three services on Sunday and one service on Wednesday that happen. That's not including our prayer times. That's not including our rehearsal times. That's not including all the preparation that goes into that. There's literally someone up here every day preparing, practicing, uh, praying, working, worshiping at school. There's like there's very little times where there's people that are uh, up here, you know, that, that our people are not here. Um so there's a bunch of opportunities, you know, if you want to get in and serve, hang out, and learn. Yeah. I think, uh, yes, the last two days, you and I have put in at least 15 hours. Yeah, it's been, it's been a lot. It's fun, though, man. We love it. And this time of year, uh, we're getting ready for the Easter play, which is going to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at 7 o'clock. So if you want to come out, make sure that you do that. It's easy. It's free. It's free to attend. Um, if you if you want to come, bring your family. If you come to this church, that's cool. If you don't, that's cool. If you don't go to church at all and you want to bring somebody who does, so they can be introduced to the story. Um, it's it's the story from the Bible. So there, you know, there's miracles that happen. It kind of follows Jesus's life from a different perspective about two gentlemen that are on the road to Emmaus, and that's a, a story in the Bible. I, I suppose after Jesus rose from the dead, there were a couple people that were able to have interactions with him, and the and the gentleman on the road to Emmaus were two of them, um, Hezariah and Cleopas. So it kind of follows them, and they're able to tell the story like, hey, this is what happened, and this is how we ended up to, you know, Jesus Jesus at the end kind of in the upper room. So it's a, it's a pretty interesting story, and it's a different take. You know, that's, I, it's so intriguing to me because when you think about, you know, the life of Jesus Christ, right, and, and you and I are both— Christians and and we understand what goes on. I think there are still parts of that story that you miss, you know, sometimes, you know, that's what I love about this story is it you're able to see it in action and you're like, oh, yeah, that I remember reading that part of the Bible. I remember that story. I remember that piece because, you know, it's just intriguing to me to to see and be like, oh, yeah, that that happened. Um, I get really, you know, for me, the the Judas Peace mm-hmm. is really intriguing for me. Judas is one of the the disciples of Jesus Christ, and um, he's the one who they say betrayed Jesus. But I think you know when I watch the play, I just I I just imagine like what had to have gone gone on at that time. When you think about like here's one of these the the people that loved Jesus Christ, you know, and loved him, and then decided to turn his back and you know, go into a Roman soldier, you know, and being like, oh yeah, this is where he lives. You know, I just, I, it's hard for me to, you know, try to go back in time and, and put myself in that situation. Yeah. I see it. <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. What do you, you, you don't think about those things? Well, I, I grew up, you know, knowing the story. I grew up, you know, realizing what what Judas did and you know betraying Jesus and Me so too. I mean I just don't I'm not sure what you don't get about it. No, I don't get like I'm not saying I don't get it. I'm saying that that somebody it, would do that? Yeah, I just, seeing the play makes me think about those things again. You know, like it brings back those things. You know, like you don't sit there and think every time like the last two Easter's we haven't done Road to Emmaus. Yes. We're not talking about 
that moment. We're not talking about those things. And then to be able to relive it, you're like, oh, yeah, that, you know, it's just for me, that's what I noticed when I'm watching the play is is that whole situation playing out again. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah, the play. Uh, there's a there's a lot that goes on in it. It's about an hour and a half, and the play has taken you know different forms over the years, and so this one it's a it's a brand new play. You know, every year. So you know, cutting in, adding in, uh, making sure that it's fresh every year. The set looks looks nice, and everything's new. We just got to upgrade a sound system, so that'll be fun to play with. Brand new board, all the videos there, ready to go. The other thing that's happening that we're going to be talking to Pastor Walter Hallam at is is um, our Easter egg drop. That's taking place on Saturday morning. We're going to do 15,000 eggs um, where they're actually going to drop some eggs out of a helicopter, which is really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've done that a couple years in a row now. And how, I think they have, like, how many eggs can you actually fit into a helicopter? I think they're dropping. A million they eggs. Said, I think they said five five-gallon buckets are going to be up there with them. So imagine how many eggs can fit in a five-gallon bucket or in a, in a gallon bucket. I was asking rhetorically. They actually said four. They said four five-gallon buckets four. yesterday in the meeting. But I was just wondering, like, how many eggs can you fit into a helicopter before it starts to become like, a, like hey, this is too heavy. We can't do this. <laughs> this, is a, this isn't safe, you know. Um, yeah, but it'll, it'll be cool. You know, it's going to be a local helicopter pilot taking them around and it's right here on the campus so we have a ton of, of acreage and land over here where you'll be able to come out it's going to be some of it separated by ages so there will be something all the way from like you know one year old two and three year olds will be in an area and i believe it's like four to seven and then you know eight to twelve and then there's also the drop spot which is going to be marked safe so that way eggs aren't hitting on people's head and they're going to make sure people stay back <clears throat> so everybody is welcome come out and hang out you know we talked to someone the other day and they said one of the things that they always enjoyed about Abundant Life is the community outreach. And that's what we try to do. That's why we have KHEA Radio. And we have events like Heartbreak Hotel. Uh, we have events like this Easter egg drop where everybody's welcome in our Hallelujah Harvest, our, our harvest festival that happens on October 31st. You know, you don't have to be a member of the church. You don't have to be a member of any church. Or, you know, you're welcome to attend. We want to make sure that you have a, a family-friendly, safe environment to come to. And even our, our baby shower, our community baby shower, where there was a ton of people that signed up. And, you know, you don't have to have any. Just The only requirement is you had to be pregnant. So those are things that Abundant Life loves to do. You know, one of the things that I was talking to yesterday, I talked to a, a lady from the Galveston Tourism, and she was like, oh, yeah, you, you guys are at that Abundant Life Christian Center. I was there during Harvey. You guys were one of the things. And it's like, oh, yeah, I was. And she's like, I was with the Lighthouse Charity Organization and helping them out. And uh, I said, oh, awesome. So it was kind of cool to see that connection. And that's where we got um, our, I guess, radio station and how we've, we started. Kind of started from there. And then it kind of kept going. So if you're watching on Facebook, hey, what's up? Do you have plans for Easter? There's something else taking place on Friday. It's a, it's a wrestling it's a wrestling show over there in Santa Fe, and I believe it's Uprise, Uprise Wrestling, um, and I'm excited for that. I won't be able to attend due to our Easter play, but my cousin's actually going to be wrestling at that. He's, he's He grew up for the most part in Katy, and man, I'm really excited he's going to be down here in this area. It was really upsetting I won't be able to be there, because that was the whole thing. I tagged him. I was like, man, y'all need to get JT Royce. Y'all need to make sure he comes down here, and then they you know made it happen. He's going to be wrestling down here in the area, and I'm not going to be able to go. But maybe you want to go see 
the Easter play on on Saturday or Sunday, or you want to try and do both, maybe on Friday, then go check it out because we we support you know these local events that take place, and and you should too. Yeah, so um, we're actually going to be talking to them on Friday when we're at on location at Bay Colony Nail Spa. They're going to be coming in and, and being on that show. So we're going to be live on location on Friday. Do you know which wrestler it is yet? I know Chevy was hooking us up. He said a name, I think, in that in that message. Okay. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so that'll be... That'll be cool. I'm excited to meet some more some more local guys, some more local talent. There's a ton of people doing some really cool things in the community. If you're one of those, feel free to reach out to us. I know even during this morning show, we're getting messages from from people being like, Hey, KHEA, what's up? You know, like this is what I have going on. And you may be a potential guest for us. Maybe we can share out an event that you have or we can let people know. So that's something that we, that we love to do here. So if you're doing something positive, you're doing something cool in the community, you're a business owner, reach out to us, send us a message or send us an email, khea at khearadio.com because we'd love to talk to you on the phone, email, and we can learn about what you have going on. We may share it out. You know, that's where we found Goat Yoga Houston was in that similar situation where we were – you know, just reaching out to people and they reached out to us and said, Hey, I want to come on your show and promote my business. And and we said, awesome. That'd be great. And she's like, also, I want to give tickets away. And we said, okay, sweet, even better. So uh, I'm super excited. We still are giving away those tickets. If you're just tuning in, if you're just watching right now, all you have to do is like, share and comment on that video. We give away stuff all the time. Right now we have a cruise giveaway and everything else. Um, we just love giving things away. And when people come to us and say, Hey, we want to be on your show and we want to give something away, we always say yes. Yeah, usually. There have been some things that we're like, we can't give that away. <laughs> we can't give that away. But for the most part, that's been very rare. Very rare. Um, what is something that we want to give away? Um, I've wanted to give away a car. <laughs> Me too. Um, I wonder if people would get mad if we were giving away a car. Why would people get upset about a car? I don't know. People get mad about all kinds of stuff. <laughs> right? Yeah, people always get get upset about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't get mad if we gave away a car, would you? No, I wouldn't get I think there would be idea. more happy people than there were upset people. Um but one thing I try and teach my kids is to be is to be grateful. Cuz have you ever ran into somebody and I've heard Pastor Hallam say this before. He's like if you give have you ever met somebody if you give them like $20, they're like I wanted four fives, you know, like, or I wanted two tens, like what? Or it's not a $20 bill. You know, it's 21s. There are some people like that. Are you looking at me? No, I'm just talking oh, to oh, you. Okay, Am good. I hitting a chord? Am I hitting a, a <laughs> note? You're like, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, yeah. But that, yeah, I'm talking to you. No, I think for, <laughs> no, I'd get happy if people bless I know, you. I know. I would have been happy if the goat blessed me and, and pooped on my back. <laughs> I love that she calls that getting blessed. I feel like that takes it to the next level in the next meeting. Yeah, it does. That she called it being blessed, like if the goat uses the restroom on you. Yes, I love it. I think if you take a positive approach to everything, you know, I'm one of those people that I'm not, I get even upset with people like my friends who are what? like, you get upset like, with me? That's sin, you know? And I'm like, Kirk, we'll stop sinning. I realize, but it's not. I take a positive approach to it. <laughs> so what do you what do you call it? like? I'm struggling. I'm struggling. You know, yeah. <laughs> One thing about, I guess, like the church and Christianity and and sinning. First of all, 
there's some things that are like, and I don't know if this is right or wrong, and I'm going to just go on and Pastor Ham will probably come in and correct me, but like, <laughs> that's all wrong. There are some sins that may be subjective based on culture, where you grew up, you know, what you believe, maybe even what era you, you were in. There are some things that are just wrong. Murder. That's wrong, right? There, can you justify that? Maybe. But no. I don't know. Well, think about it. Like military. Like, where, you know, there, there are scriptures that probably go to back up, you know, whenever you're protecting your land. And I, I don't know. You know, that's. Well, you know, I. Man. Okay. I went and saw that. <laughs> I went and saw that video called Unplanned. Unplanned yeah. Right. And one of the scenes in the video at the end, she, it, she was the director. She was the director of the organization. She was the director of Planned Parenthood, or according to the movie. And after eight years, she decided that she didn't want to be associated with it and wanted to do God's work and wanted to go and save babies instead um, of kill them in abortion. And one of the lines in the movie that was I thought was the most powerful line, she was going over how many, how many babies she was, a, like abortions she was a part of, and it yeah. was... 22,000 and she was sitting there at night crying how many years eight years Mm -hmm. 22,000 and she was crying and her husband came down from upstairs in the middle of the night and was like what's going on and she was like killed 22,000 babies how could God ever forgive me and the husband goes that's that's God God can forgive you and you know for me it's I, I didn't know this until the other day I was we Pastor Josh was preaching and it kind of hit again but David King David right blessed by God yeah but he seemed like he was one of his favorites in the right, Bible right but he had he killed he, his best friend he he committed five of the worst sins you know the five of the ten commandments you know and yet was still blessed and so I think we can sit around and like yell at people and say, you're sinning, you're sinning, you're sinning and, and taking negative approaches to think, how did we even get on this topic? But, or you can take a positive and say like, Hey, I'm here to help. Why don't you come to church and love on people instead of like cursing them and, and, yeah. and but there also, hell, you know, there also has to be a point where you have to realize what it, what you're doing. Hey, this isn't helping. It's not healthy for me, for my family. Think about all the things that could come from this. You just have to turn from it. Because Jesus did tell people, he was like, hey, sin no more, you know? You know, you got to accept people where they're at, and we want to get people into church, but, man, if you're living if you're living in something that you know is, like, hurting, and I don't know, everybody has things that they struggle with, and it's different for me, you. Ethan's probably perfect, you know? <laughs> but um, everybody has he's, something he's different. Really small. It's like, this is what you have to bear, right? You know? Um, but also, sometimes I think that, I don't know if it's just certain preachers, but it's just like, oh, it's cool, man. You know, yeah, do it. It's not hurting nobody. You're probably hurting yourself. You know, you could avoid some situations. Um, But Jesus also did say, hey, go, sin no more. You know, at least try not just like living and doing something that you know. Um, Yeah, but people struggle with anger. Like, can anger be sin? Maybe. Depends on what you're saying and how you're doing it. If you use a, a sinful tongue, I feel. That's one of the things that for me... You know, used to I used to be an angry person when things when people would betray me or hurt me, and you know I would I would say things, and it took me a long what time. What do you mean used to? You fire Ethan like four times today, and I've been crying over here. I've been hurt. <laughs> Ethan deserves to be fired. <laughs> wow. Anyway, yeah. 
But uh, it, it's one of those things where it's like, you can't take some of those things back. It goes forever, like literally echoing into eternity. Right. And there's some things you can't come back from saying. So what? even even when you like say something, like I try not to be hurtful or mean or like cold, um, and there's nothing that you can really do to kind of change any of that. Yeah. Yep, that's true. And it's always better just to think before you speak. My parents told me that I don't know how many times growing up. And I mean, I'm not, obviously, I'm far from perfect, but I do try and think like, what? okay, what am I saying? Like, what am I going to say? Where am I going with this? Is this going to help? Sometimes it's better just to like, let it go. Or even, have you ever been guilty? I don't think you've ever, I've never heard this happen to you where you start saying something, you're just like, no, never mind. I'm stop. I'm going to stop. I've done that a couple times. At least yeah. not to me. I know probably with you I have. If I get frustrated over something that's happening or something's not going right. you get right. frustrated with me? No. Dude, I can't believe. Man, never mind. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. Yeah. Deep breath, Cardi. Deep breath. No, hey. I used to not get frustrated at all <clears throat> until we started doing this show together. No joke. I've changed so much since we started doing this. Oh, man. And Imagine sometimes I don't like who the person... I look in the mirror. I look in this camera. Oh, And my I don't gosh. like the reflection that's looking back at me. And I just have to do a, an evaluation of myself. Careful. Facebook is no! going <laughs> to... Oh, gosh. Oh, he just spilled like a coffee cup, but thank no, goodness it was closed. It was empty. You did, but it was on the it's keyboard empty. and the board. It's empty. <sighs> Anyways, it, it was empty. Yes, it was. Oh, thank Throw it away. Throw, Throw it away. away. It's better. Huh. Okay. Anyways, Facebook is gonna tag us. You gotta be careful. With what? You gotta be careful. They're gonna say like, "Cardi's hurting on the inside. Do you need help?" They're gonna be like, "And I'm gonna say We're yes to help you." Facebook, yes. I do need help. I do need help. Um, but Matt, we're talking a little bit about, I guess, your personal relationship. You know what? What's right? What's wrong? There are some things that, you know, the Bible and society just says, hey, this is wrong, you know, and it's weird how society can change, like cultural norms can change. But the one thing that doesn't is the Bible, you know, the things that were laid out before us as a, as a guideline. And um, yeah. So right now it's 1033. Uh, this is KHEA Radio. And uh, Pastor Hallam, he said he should be here in a bit. He is on the way, so we're excited to have him in. We're going to be talking about all kinds of stuff. And we're going to be asking these these questions. And if you have some questions, maybe get them ready. Do you ever want to raise your hand? Because Pastor Hallam will do this sometimes in service when there's questions. I do. I want to raise my hand. But what would you ask? Do you have it prepared? Like, And you're the kind of person that's like, I'm going to stump him. I'm going to stump him. Because that's the kind of reporter that you were. You made those those football coaches and probably like PE teachers upset, like you, just like whoever you're interviewing. Man, um, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I've always that's why I never ask because I don't feel like I have a good one. Yeah, you should ask some of these ones about about like we were just talking about about sin. <laughs> yeah, and those those are the things that we can ask. Like I would. You know, I've always one of the things that really draws me, um, I guess, to the Easter Easter time frame is, is this about sin? No, it's not about sin. It's the Easter time frame. I've always wanted to be somebody who was in that place, taking watching what took place. You know, like I want to like leave my body and be there and see what took place and what happened during the Easter Easter season, like back like, in Bible times. 
Yes. I'm one of those people that want to just walk the earth at the time that Jesus walked the Why earth. Why don't you just make a time machine or like rent one or something? I wish I could. Um, Eaton. Oh, I was just going to say, instead of a time machine, you could just watch The Road to Emmaus. I mean, it's practically like a time machine. <laughs> yeah. I no. mean, that's basically what it's for. It's like a reminder of the gospel and what Jesus' life really means to us. Um, yeah. Ethan. Is he with rehired? the knowledge bomb. Is he rehired? Yes. Okay, you're rehired. Hey, okay, here's one thing that, that I want to see your thoughts on, and I guess I'm going to uh, either one of you all. Is there some things that are subjectively sin? Like, it may be sin for you, but it won't be for you. And the reason that would be is because maybe Ethan struggles with something that Kurt doesn't. So if you did something, it would make it would lead down a different path than it did for, for Kurt. Man, that's a deep one. I don't know. I've never thought of it that way. I've always thought that sin is a sin is a sin. Well, so I, I feel like there are some things. As I said, like, hey, the Bible says thou shalt not kill. That's thou the shalt sin. not commit adultery. You know, don't don't lie. See, that's the struggle where, like, and I remember this as a, even a little kid asking, like, thou shalt not steal, right? Like, stealing is a sin, correct? Yeah. But the the philosopher question becomes, like, well, what if you needed that piece of bread in order to live? Right. You know, like, what if you were so hungry that the only thing that you could do was steal? Mm -hmm. I think that if you trust God with your um, poverty or... Any problems Your situation? you have in that, yeah, you wouldn't need to steal, but God would provide for that. See, it goes back to that philosopher's questions, too, and I've had this, like, this. I think maybe we've tried to have this discussion, maybe not on the air before um, or on Facebook, but, okay, like, you have a train, right, that's going out of control, and the yeah. you have a choice to either, you know, take the different track and kill everyone on the train or go and kill one person who's like a, a car that's stuck on the road. You could, if you make that turn, you you kill everyone or you hit the car, you know. So what decision do you take, and how do you make that decision, and how do you live with yourself? Like saying, well, do you kill more people or do you kill less people, and how does that work? You know, because technically the the person would argue like, hey, that car could move, that car could could get out of the way before you got there and so now you just made that wrong decision and hurt a bunch of people when maybe you didn't have to yeah you know like that those are some of those the, the people that questions. the people that have to make those choices you know hopefully i've run through you know routines and safety measures and they're put in a, in a, in a situation where they are going to make that that decision on the fly <clears throat> and you know that's why some jobs pay more money not all jobs, but some jobs, you know, like, oh, when you're responsible for this and making those decisions, then, yeah, you're 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 compensated for it. But that's just something I've always wondered, you know, going back to like subjective sin. Is that a thing? Like, let's say. Uh, like like even being in a situation, like if you're hanging out with people who are who are doing something wrong, let's say that you are recovering and you're not at all like you used to do like heavy drugs you know what I mean? Or, right. So for that person who was being surrounded by that situation might be. Like being in that place, like hanging out with those people or all the time. Is that considered like borderline putting yourself in a situation where you could stumble? And if you do, like, is it OK? It's like, well, go and sin no more. Why are you hanging out with those people? Because it's leading into a lifestyle of sin. Pastor Allen's right at the door. Oh. Um, and for me, maybe it's like, well, or Ethan, like, oh, Ethan's never struggled with that. So 
it, that's not sin for him. Well, for, you, for I don't me, know. The, the, the subjective piece of that, too, like comes down to like secular music. Right. right. And I've had people who, you know, I, I sometimes like listening to secular songs, but. You Kurt, know, you know Pastor Hallam is right here, I right? Do. You that? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. But you know, when wow. someone says, you know, like, oh, you should only, you know, and that to me, there, there, are, there are good <laughs> secular songs as well. And so, w- right now, Pastor Hallam, we're talking about. He's like, right there. What do you? Hey, Pastor Hallam, how, how you doing? Hey, how you guys doing today? <laughs> Pretty good. I just wanted you to name three of those good secular <laughs> songs real quick. Yeah, Kurt, we're all we're all ready <laughs> and, and waiting. Benny and the Jets. Sing. There you go. Touche. Okay, <laughs> and there's not any others, so there's that. <laughs> Okay, so Pastor Hallam, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys today? Thank you for making time. We're doing good. Yeah, I'm excited good. to be here with you this morning. Yes, sir. So, you know, Easter season is is here. We have about a minute left, and we're going to go on to the FM as well when the song is over. Mm-hmm. We could talk for a bit. Um, there's a lot going on at Abundant Life during this time of year. Right. Yeah, there really is. Of course, this is the, they call it the Holy Week, and I, I love that particular designation because it's the week leading up to uh, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And uh, here at Abundant Life on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night at 7 o'clock, we have a big play. It's called The Road to Emmaus. It's a resurrection play, and it's a musical, and it absolutely is a world-class production. It, it's powerful, uh, the men and women that are involved with that. Then on Saturday at 11 o'clock here at Abundant Life Christian Center at 601 Delaney Road in Lamarck, we also have a massive egg drop. It's going to be wonderful just for uh, the community and for children and young people. It's going to be a great thing. I think there's about 15,000 eggs, you know, they're going to, it's going to be That's a, a lot thing. of eggs. We come in in a helicopter and we get to pour these things out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so mom and dad, I really invite you to have your uh, children here during that time. And then of course, Easter Sunday morning is a great time of celebration. I like to say that we're living on the resurrected side of calvary so it's not a funeral you know it's a time of celebration because we know jesus arose from the dead yes sir so we let's see we got about uh 12 seconds and we're going to go on on the fm right now and uh we'll reintroduce you and and keep talking about everything else all right this is Good morning. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. And we have a special guest. And I'm not even sure if you're considered a guest because this is KHEA Radio. You are the visionary behind everything that goes on here. We have Pastor Walter Hallam in studio. How are you doing, Pastor? I'm doing great, Guardy. It's great to be with you guys today. You and Kurt are both such a inspiration to this entire region. I hear so many good things about what's taking place at 99.5 now. All right. You don't hear any of the bad things, do you? Is there any bad stuff going on? Well, out there? He walked in and he was like, ah. Well, we just we just don't make those public anyway. Ignore, ignore those. Ignore those. Focus on, on the positive right. as much as we can. We were just talking a little bit on, on the Facebook stream about Easter. This is the Holy Week. It is. It's the Holy Week, and it's just a, an amazing time because all around the world, uh, men and women begin to hear about the resurrection of Jesus Christ because Christians celebrate the fact that that our Savior, Jesus Christ, is not dead. He didn't remain in the tomb after he died. He arose from the dead, and he defeated death. And that's the great celebration. Uh, it's the anchor of our salvation is resurrection, and we celebrate that along with multiplied hundreds of millions of other people. One of the coolest things, whenever you uh, said defeated death, like death, hell, and the grave, like to, to think that Jesus, you know, he, he gave himself as a sacrifice— he went down there and literally defeated death. What do you think that looks like? Well, that's a that's a great question, and the visual of it to me is enormous, but the Scripture says that Jesus defeated 
death and hell. Death is the the spiritual force that causes men's bodies to physically die, and Jesus defeated. He overcame that. And in the Bible, the word hell, of course, oftentimes uh, is still interpreted as the word for grave. And so the grave can't hold people down, the Bible says. Jesus went into, and it says he went into the heart of the earth, which is an amazing statement. And uh, during that three days and three nights when he was in the grave, and then he arose, the Bible says, after three days he came back, and he had set free every man or woman who had died in faith expecting the Messiah or a Savior to come. And the Bible says that he led them out of that particular captivity. That's in the book of Ephesians and also in the book of Hebrews, you see that. Uh, it's a powerful thing. And so Jesus is the only one who has ever conquered death, died and came back from the dead and never died again. Mm. There are other people, you know, in the Old Testament, there are three people who were resurrected from the dead, but they died again. In the Gospels, in Jesus' ministry, there were three resurrected, but they died again. And even in, like, the book of Acts, there are three uh, who died, but they also, uh, who resurrected from the dead, but they died again. But Jesus is the only one who died and came back and will never die again. And the Scripture says because of that, he is the author of eternal life for everyone who believes in him. It's very spiritual and it's very real that they receive eternal life when they make Jesus Christ their Lord. And even though they were to die, the Bible says they will live again. Mm. That's a, a great a great promise. It's what the it's the anchor and the bedrock of Christianity. One of the, the things that I really enjoy, there's a song by Elevation where it says, Our God has robbed the grave. And he says it twice. And the first time it's like really subtle. And then he's seeing it the second time. And as, as you know, as, as a believer, it's just like, man, that our God did that, you know, like went in there and just like snatched him, you know, and brought him back to us and did that for our lives, you know. That's, that's the great hope. And I love that particular song, too. That's a tremendous statement because he definitely... Uh, defeated death, hell, and the grave, the Bible says, and he arose victorious. And what Satan had been able to do uh, for millenniums ever since the Garden of Eden, when the original man, the Scripture says, when, when sin and iniquity came into him, that death was then loosed on humanity because the wage of sin is death. But Jesus lived. He, he did not come as God in a man or he did not come as a man just with God. He came as God in a man called Emmanuel. And uh, because of that, his sacrifice, uh, the Scripture says, it required the shedding of blood, but animal blood and human blood wouldn't do it. So God sent his own son, the Bible says, and he embodied a man who is Jesus of Nazareth, and today he is called Christ Jesus our Lord. Christ means the Messiah. The, the deliverer, the healer, uh, the savior. He is the Christ. Uh, somebody asked me, was Jesus' name Christ Jesus? Was that his real name? I said, Christ is his title. He is the Messiah. He's the prophesied one. He was Jesus of Nazareth, and he is the Christ, and he's proven to be that, the Bible says, by virtue of resurrection from the dead. You know, Jesus has a lot of different names. Like even in the Old Testament and the New, um, the other day in service, there was something being spoken about titles. Yes, um, in the old scripture, uh, in the Old Testament, the scriptures say uh, that, of course, Jesus had pre uh, pre virgin birth 
uh, appearances in the Old Testament. But anyway, the name of God is like El Shaddai, uh, is one of the words that was used uh, for God in the Old Testament. And then when you hear the word Jehovah, uh, the the Jewish uh, men and women were so in relationship with God that they would not actually speak his name uh, verbally. So they wrote it, and the word Yahweh was their word, but they wouldn't put the vowels inside of it. They would just put the Y and the W and the H, and they wouldn't put the A's, any of the vowels in it, because they so revered it. But uh, Jesus is uh, revealed as all of the uh, Messianic names, uh, and it's proven that he is, of course, by his own fulfillment of all of the prophecies that said the Messiah would come and do these certain things. But he's called uh, he's called Jehovah Shalom, for instance, the God of peace. He's called Jehovah uh, Sidkenu, the God of righteousness. Uh, he's called uh, Jehovah Jireh, the God of provision. Jehovah Rapha, the God of health and healing. Jehovah Nisi, the leader or the captain of everything. He's God, our leader. He's our banner. And uh, when you begin to see those messianic names, and then Jesus has fulfilled every one of them, uh, there's an old song that Daniel Amos's group used to do called Jesus is Jehovah to me, and I still believe that. I love that particular uh, saying. Right. Um, if you have a question for Pastor Walter Hallam, feel free to ask. We're streaming live on Facebook. Feel free to share this video out. Kurt, you were talking about the Easter play earlier and the part that you, I guess, kind of took you back in realizing, wow, this this happened and reminded was that, that Judas betrayed Jesus. The Judas thing is, is for me, every time I see it, it, it just is, it's overwhelming to me. Here's, here's somebody who was a friend, you know, was, was a disciple. Close of, friend. Like you spent like, yeah, to us, like three years doesn't seem like a lot of time, but when you're following the, a guy who just loves on you, right? Like just loves and loves and loves. And all of a sudden now you betrayed. And to me, especially when I watch the road to Emmaus play that we're doing here at Abundant Life Christian Center over the next three days is like he he didn't have a he didn't even have a problem with it. He was just like, "Oh, hey, here's a random person that I've never met before in my life. Oh yeah, I'll take your money. Let's go. Here's where Jesus is." And it's just like overwhelming to me a little bit. Yeah, he had a, a major problem. Obviously, his number one problem was greed, and he also was a thief. The Bible says he was a thief and a robber. He was the treasurer. He carried the bag of Jesus's ministry. You can imagine the crusades and the size of, of crowds that Jesus would draw that the Bible talks about. And without a doubt, uh, he had at least 45 or no, at least 70. Uh, he had at least 70 disciples who uh, ministered with him in his team, and there were others also. Uh, the Scriptures names many of those. Uh, but anyway, uh, Judas had this real big issue that's so common uh, today. Uh, he's deceived by wanting the benefits of being around Jesus but he never called Jesus Lord. He called him master. And the word master is the Greek word there for teacher. Uh, he was the one who was teaching them, but Judas never one time ever called Jesus Lord where the other uh, disciples, even Mary said, uh, my, my Lord, my God, my Savior. But uh, Judas never did, which is uh, a real telltale sign to me that he was following Jesus for the benefits, but he never wanted the divine relationship. Because that requires that we humble ourselves and that we give ourselves to Jesus Christ. Yeah, he never truly bought in. He never truly. I wonder. He may have. He may have believed, but yeah, he he believed in one of the benefits more than he wanted that that relationship. He valued that more. Uh, I agree with that. I think that he 
also probably wanted to see a physical kingdom like a political overthrow. And a lot of theologians believe that Judas was trying to force Jesus' hand because he knew he had a lot of power. And he was trying to force the issue to the top, like when is your kingdom going to come? When are you going to be the king? When are you going to set yourself up? When are you going to deliver all of the nation, the Jews, from their bondage? And in all probability, Judas had that particular motivation to go along with the fact, and he justified uh, his own greed and things of that nature. Uh, he, he betrayed Jesus and sold him out, trying to put pressure. But in the Gospels, he actually says, don't mess with the other guys. Uh, I'll go and kiss the one that you're going to capture. That's Jesus. And he didn't want the other ones hurt. Uh, but, of course, you know, the story plays out real strong in the yeah. Garden of Gethsemane when we see that divine reenactment and fulfillment take place. So they, it was Jewish and the Romans that, that, that were doing that. Did, did Judas speak the same language and stuff? Because you would also have to be able to communicate to those guards. In yeah, a way. and vice versa. I'm sure that uh, many of them could speak. But uh, who Jesus was, I mean, who Judas was leading, of course, were, were the Pharisees. And he was talking to other Jewish people who were leading, but it was the guards, the soldiers that were in, uh, it's called uh, An Antonio's Tower there. Um, uh, and, and that particular guard, they were the guards that were around uh, the temple area. Uh, also, they came there, the soldiers, so Jesus would have easily been able to tell them and the Pharisee, the uh, Jewish religious leaders that were coming, uh, he would have easily communicated with them. And in all probability, Judas probably spoke uh, Greek also himself. Hmm. You know, one of the things that I, I'm sorry that we're on this topic, but I, yeah. I love this topic. It's but, okay. Um, <laughs> the one thing that, you know, I, I, I think yesterday you and I talked, Pastor Hallam, about uh, the, the movie Unplanned mm -hmm. and how um, how even after this lady who was a part of 22,000 abortions, mm -hmm. that she can still pray to God and be forgiven. Yes, for, that, for Judas, it would be the same thing, right? Like he, Jesus would have forgiven Judas for what he did. But I wonder if he even ever really believed because, you know, did he ever accept to begin with? And that's, we don't know. God knows, I suppose, or we, we, we may know. Well, uh, if you just take it from the Scripture, Judas himself never did uh, make Jesus Christ his Lord. He did not believe in him as a divine Messiah, he obviously believed in him as a political leader and as a leader. And once again, he loved the benefits that were there uh, that were coming from just being around close to Jesus like that. But the pressure came also. Uh, could he have been forgiven? Uh, that, that debate's gone on for all time. In my opinion, yes, he could have been forgiven. But he wept bitterly, the Bible says, and he uh, did not repent. And consequently, he because even Peter denied Jesus three times, and the first thing Jesus said is, go tell Peter, you know, I'm alive. Let him know I love him. And that's the first thing he did. And so uh, Peter denied Jesus three times, uh, right, you know, before the resurrection took place. I mean, excuse me, before the crucifixion took place. He denied him three times. But when Jesus arose from the dead, one of the first things he said is, go tell Peter that I'm alive and it's going to be okay. One of the things that um, with the Easter season as well that really kind of gets me um, is just the the massive uh like what jesus did for our sins you know like to go through what he did and he knew it like he knew it was happening he talks about it in the bible like i know this is going to happen to me he knew the pain that you would have to suffer he knew that he was going to die he knew that he, how he was going to die um you know i think back like just 
that that takes a, a, an insane amount of love. I don't know if somebody told me to go do something if I would be willing to die for it, you know. Yeah. And and that's hard. Yeah, the scriptures say that the pressure was so great on Jesus when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane right before he was captured and, and or gave himself and was led away that angels came and ministered to him. I'm sure that they were encouraging him. They were talking with him about what was going to take place in 72 hours, the resurrection. The Bible says that Jesus endured the cross uh, and the torment, the torture of all of that for the joy that was set before him. And uh, he died as a divine sacrifice. It wasn't just a human. uh, He was the sacrifice that God had planned. And the scripture says he actually presented his blood in the book of Hebrews. It says that Jesus presented his blood in the heavenlies uh, on, on the mercy seat of God. And that was the redeeming blood for uh, every person. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. Uh, the Bible is real plain about it. And animal blood and just uh, tainted or fallen human blood would not have done it. But in a divine uh, sacrifice, the Bible says Jesus was the sacrifice. That he's called the Lamb of God who was slain from the foundation of the world, meaning that that was God's plan from day one to redeem man back after the original man, Adam, who is the fountainhead of humanity, after he had fallen and passed death on to all men, the author of life, Jesus, came, and he came in a human form. He died for us as a sacrifice and arose again, having defeated death and hell and the grave, sin, sickness, all of those things that the Bible says he was made to be for us. So we, we have a question, but I, I have one before we ask this one. Glenda, we'll get to your question. Thank you so much for asking. This is KHEA Radio. We're talking to Pastor Walter Hallam. You were mentioning how the Bible specifically states nothing can wash away blood except for nothing can wash away sin except for, for blood. And then obviously there's a song like, What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus, yes. you know, for, for good. Do you think there's blood in heaven? For for blood to be so special, that's what he chose. Yeah, that's a it's a great statement. I know there's blood on the mercy seat of God which is a, uh, the altar of God, the mercy seat of God. Uh, because Jesus poured his blood in Hebrews 13, it talks about it, that his blood is there uh, for you and me and for all mankind. When they believe on Jesus Christ, the Bible says, then they are uh, born again and their sin is removed. It's not just covered. It's removed because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know if in heaven, if people have blood, all I know is the Bible says that when we see him, uh, in, in Philippians it says that when we see Jesus, we will have a body like his body, uh, uh, which I believe is the immortal body he's talking about. Is it going to have blood in it? That's a great question. I don't know. I don't think angels have blood. Mm-hmm. I don't think demons have blood. Uh, but we do know that Jesus, of course, his blood is divine, his royal blood. Awesome. And you're listening to 99.5 FM KHEA Radio. We're talking to Pastor Walter Hallam of Abundant Life Christian Center. Uh, There's a lot going on this weekend. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. But we are taking questions. So if you have a question, you can ask it in this Facebook Live. You can also text it to us at 346-704-1806. This comes from uh, Glenda King. She says, when people know you are a Christian and willfully do things against you, persecute you because you are a Christian, what do you do? Continue to pray for them, bless them, give them grace and mercy, etc. Well, mercy and grace are always a, a great thing. The best Jesus said it's impossible, but that offenses will come. 
uh, but woe to him through whom they come. It's very important that we do not pick up someone else's offense or whatever their problem is. Yes, we are to uh, forgive them. Uh, That does not mean that you position yourself to be hurt or abused, but uh, by that person, use wisdom in it also. But our position is uh, when we have been done wrong, uh, that we, uh, it doesn't even mean that you do not try to make things right, but we do forgive. Forgiveness is a very, very powerful tool that releases whatever that offense is off of you and it's just back on that other person then they have to uh, answer to god for it once again you don't have to if a person has physically been abused in some way that doesn't mean to position yourself back to be physically abused again use wisdom in those things but forgiveness is a very spiritual and an internal act and that's what uh, people should do yes i think sometimes it would be hard to get rid of offense you know how can you do that well, the Bible says to just live by faith, so you have to forgive by faith as much as you do anything else by faith. Uh, it is hard to do that because our nature wants to get even with people so mm-hmm. many times. But getting even, you know, there's somebody once said that if you, you know, if you win the rat race, all you are is a winning rat. You know, and <laughs> yeah. if you just get even with someone uh, because of an evil that they have, you know, that you perceive they've done to you, then uh, you're really no better than that person is they've just manipulated and controlled you because now you're responding you know the quid pro quo Uh, but as christians we forgive and uh it's not an emotional thing it's a spiritual thing if we will forgive and release someone uh, by faith uh, in the course of time feelings will follow but we have to do it by faith to begin with it's 11 o'clock this is khea radio 99.5 fm pastor allen there's a lot going on this week and there's always a lot going on at abundant life we have a ton of opportunities for people to come to service and join and serve in whatever capacity they would like can you maybe walk us through what's going on this weekend and and during this holy week yes on uh, on good friday at seven o'clock we have our play here at abundant life christian center called the road to emmaus Uh, it comes from the two men who were on the road to emmaus that jesus appeared to after his resurrection on, on the morning of his resurrection and the Bible says their heart burned within them when, I've always said that's divine heartburn, you know, when God <laughs> began to re- reveal yeah. and open the scriptures up to them. Uh, so, and that play is reenacted. Uh, that will be Friday night at 7 o'clock at Abundant Life Christian Center in the main auditorium. Then Saturday night at 7 o'clock and also Sunday night at 7 o'clock. There'll be three performances this year. It's a musical uh, and, and it also illustrates it's in full costume. There's live animals. I mean, it's it's an amazing thing. And this year also we have the new uh, 50-foot video wall, the high-def video wall, that gives a lot of video reenactment also behind uh, the play. You'll see it, I like to say you see it alive, and you also see it in living color. And then also we have the new our new sound system that's here uh, that's been installed this year. It's one of the uh, great sound systems. I think people are going to enjoy the whole experience. And then, of course, just the biblical story that they see reenacted in front of them. That's this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night at 7 o'clock. Then on Saturday morning at 11 o'clock, uh, we have a large egg, just a huge Easter egg hunt that takes place. I think there's 15,000 eggs. We like to call it the egg drop. Uh, I get to fly in, in a helicopter. It's a lot of fun. And we pour those eggs out. And it's just wonderful to see just tons and tons of children running to get their eggs and uh, which is a great story of course about resurrection just like Jesus came out of the grave well that's the whole 
uh, purpose behind the egg. Of course, it just shows it cracks open, and here comes life out of uh, something that's sealed up. And Jesus did that for us when he came out of the grave. Mm -hmm. And everybody is invited. It's absolutely Absolutely. free to come out on Saturday. Yes, it's free. There are There's just tons of uh, gifts and candy and eggs and things for the kids. Uh, It's going to be a great time. I think there's bounce houses. Uh, I believe uh, there will be uh, food trucks. I mean, it's just going to be a a great celebration. We do it every year, and uh, this year it looks like it's going to be larger than it's ever been before, and we do invite the public to come, absolutely. And then, of course, Easter Sunday morning at 10 a.m. is an amazing, amazing service here uh, at Abundant Life Christian Center. With the community baby shower just taking place, you know, with the Easter um, out, outreach on Sunday morning. It's it's all free. Everybody's invited. Why is community outreaches like these so important to, to you in Abundant Life? Well, I believe they're a way of just demonstrating the love of God and the goodness of God, and they help open people's hearts up to receive the message of Jesus Christ if they've not yet received uh, that message. Uh, uh, last month here at the church, we did something called the Community Baby Shower, and we had about 450 expectant moms who uh, pre-registered to come to that, and uh, most of them came. Uh, we gave away baby beds, car seats, strollers. Uh, we had these expectant moms that had twins. We had even one uh, set of triplets here. That was way cool, you know, just to experience all that. Look, you get 450 expectant mothers together all at one time. <laughs> That's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of fun. Let me just say that. That's a yes. lot of fun. And surprisingly, no one went into labor. That's no what, one, yeah, <laughs> that, that was an amazing thing. I believe we gave away that day about 15,000 diapers also. And uh, so with 450 moms, that'd probably last them one week, you know. Oh, yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to share today? <laughs> well, I do uh, encourage men and women, uh, uh, Guardy, very much to be in the house of God, especially this weekend, and encourage, invite someone else who maybe doesn't go to church because uh, all over the uh, Gulf Coast area here, of course, and around the world during this weekend, it is the time to, uh, it's the World Series for Christianity, and it's the time to let the world know that Jesus Christ is alive, and when you encourage people to come to the house of God with you, especially during a time like this, they come, and we'd love for them to come and uh, be a part of the play see all of that. It's free, but it is a world-class production. It absolutely is a a tremendous, uh, tremendous uh, play, and it tells the story of Jesus in living color and live, both. You know, I think it's going to be great. So uh, we definitely uh, encourage men and women. And then I just tell people to pray for the people of France right now, the Notre Dame Cathedral that burned this past week. Mm -hmm. I think that's stunning to me that it happened on Monday. it's it, it just an amazing thing. I'm praying that in France there will be a great awakening of their faith. There are so many people who do not even go to church there. I'm watching the reports on it. But they're just heartbroken because that's taking place. And when they interview them on television, they do not even know why it has crushed them so much. But I'm fully persuaded it's because that God is drawing their heart back. And I'm just believing that a great spiritual awakening will take place in France also, not just here in the United States. Amen. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Pastor Allen, making time. We appreciate everything that you continue to do in the community and, and Abundant Life as well. Well, thank you. It's a great honor to be here. KTA 99.5 is literally the light of Galveston County and of this particular area in the Gulf Coast. And then, of course, the live stream. I was in uh, Scotland here some time back, and I got tired of hearing the Scottish brogue, and I needed to hear somebody <laughs> talk like they were from the South. 
So yeah. I just popped on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I just popped on the internet, and I was in the top of a castle. I was staying in a converted castle, and right there, immediately on my cell phone, I was listening to you guys and all the music and everything. It was a beautiful experience, and so thank you guys for what you do here in the Galveston County area also. Yes, sir. All right. This has been Kickstart. It's 1107 KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. Hey, it's Wednesday. We'll see you all tonight at Abundant Life. And make your plans to be here this this weekend. Road to Emmaus. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Go to ALCC.org to find out more or stay tuned to KHEA Radio. Coming up next is Toby Mack. See the light. KHEA Radio. All right, Facebook. Y'all have a good one. Appreciate you guys. Love you. Bye. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Thanks, man.